2: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
3: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by Law 18 Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Lock Talk Radio. Play Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music.
5: Yeah. listen, enjoy the vibe. Tip something, light it up, enjoy the ride. Cause the Sports City Chefs is on the night. In the kitchen cooking up, they on the ride. Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Chefs, Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Chefs, Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, chef Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Chefs. City, city, chef. city, city, chef. city, city, chef. Yes, Lord, we got a brand new present. Joe Biden, we riding, I pray you heaven. Word from the wise, my people stay ahead of, come on. I've been relevant, trying to survive the elements. It ain't no love in these streets, these dudes telling it. Case goes from cold to hot, state evidence. Kaboom, Sports City Chefs is in the room. Cooking up hot topics to put up on your the spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman verse and MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend, it's the Sports City Chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports City. Chef, Chef, Sports
2: City, Sports City, Chef, Chef. yeah. Touch. <laughs> Woo! Connecticut. Uh. Yes, 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 Sports City Chefs. We are in the building. It is the Caller's Cookout here live at the at the grill, I guess you can say Sports City Chefs Network. The Callers Cookout. Where the villain versus timeless, where good always wins. I don't. I don't know why they say that good always. wins. No, villain. The villain wins. The bad people win. We we can win a couple sometimes, you know. I root for GI Joe against. Cobra. I root for Cobra. I don't root for GI Joe. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're gonna win this thing. But call the number as always, nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. With you for the next day, we'll see how long we're cooking for. Maybe hour. Maybe hour plus. So you see what, what dishes you. We throw out here for the people. We got to feed them. Shout-out to my boy, Cav, Cav Bar Map, and, and, and my, my big bro, uh, Taj Diami. They, they uh, performed this past weekend at uh, the International Festival, doing doing the damn thing. So they, they, they do our theme song. You know, they're great. They're, you know, check them out. They got music out there, the original music. Shout-out to our sponsors. The sponsors of the program, PHI Apparel. Get to their website, phi.co use that promo code chef, get 15% off that order, get that Philly gear. You're going to need it because the Phillies, um, had a great day out, uh, in Philadelphia. Um, I think Michael Lorenz pitched, the uh, the 14th no hitter in, uh, Phillies history. He completed a no hitter today, uh, for the Phillies, uh, blanking,
3: uh,
2: who did they play? I don't even remember who they played today. My, my, it escapes the villain, the Washington Washington, terrible team. but, uh I'm going to beat them seven seven to zip, but uh threw a no-hitter today. So get your Philly gear. Use that promo code Chef, Get 15% off that order. Get that no-no. You know, I'm pretty sure they're going to have something out there. But listen, I don't do this alone. Every good villain needs a hero. Every good hero needs a villain. I got the best hero in the world, the head honcher himself, the host with the most, TP times TP, what's up, my big brother?
3: Nothing much, man. Just chilling, just getting in there to, to cook out and uh, ready to throw this thing around the room, man. How are you? I'm good. You yeah, didn't loosen up
2: the tie, go in the booth and stuff, you know, what are what, what we doing? Step aside?
3: And... No, nothing? Just, we, we good? You we good, brother? We good? You don't even know if it's the cookout or not. You don't even know if the good's supposed to beat the bad. I don't, I don't know. So I'm going to just... Go with your flow. I'm going to go over your energy, man. I was told to be negative or positive energy. So I'm going to go. I don't know if this is the cookout. So uh, we, we, we're going to go <laughs> over of that. We're going to roll over that. And, and Michael, I'm, I'm going to do it the right way. Michael Lorenz He said Michael Lorenz. He don't even know who y'all playing. And he's a doggone National League East guy and don't even know it's the Washington Nationals and trying to inform you to say, it's okay, man. I'm going I'm to just I'm we're roll off National league the East league. guy. This, 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 I'm, Wait, who, you a New York Mets? You a New York Mets fan? So, so this sports city, I'm uh, gonna yeah. rules <laughs> off off of this guy right now. You know what I'm saying? This, this, this is what he's giving y'all. So he said that the bad wins. I'm, I'm this, this that part of the, the show where kids cry. He's like, no, don't let Thomas lose like this. <laughs> I, I, this. This what he say. So this, his powers are working today. We're gonna work off of Barry's. Energy. The villain is winning today. This is what y'all get for you.
2: Yeah, yeah. Listen, because every time, like the villain always loses, good always wins. That's that. I root for Cobra against GI Joe. I root for the Decepticons. You know, what I'm I rooted for Sosa against Tony Montana and Scarface. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, bad people got to win too. Nah, it's all love. You know, I love TP. You know, I love. But don't 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 do that to the people and, and tell them that I'm a a
3: nationally nationally East guy. They might believe that. You, say oh, that
2: you keep saying that.
3: Oh, Sport city, we could go we could go straight straight to the the, the villains lair. I can I can show you Mets <laughs> paraphernalia. None none of these none of the people in that household are, are, are Mets fans. I wonder why how how do they get it? They're not. Never mind, sports city. We'll leave that alone. But I, I, in the words of Arsenio Hall. Things that make you go, hmm.
2: oh, see, you see how he does. See, and then I'm the villain. I'm the bad guy. He does that to me. Uh, listen, people, don't don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I love the people. Every you know, the villain's here for the children. You he loves the
4: people. He loves the people.
3: He's lying to yes. you people. He's lying. <laughs> he is lying. That's why he's smiling and laughing. He is lying to you. He said that the bad wins. Like, he's lying. He's telling you Michael Lorenz. Who is he? I'm I'm, I'm trying to help y'all. He don't even know who the dude And he out here in the East I, I, look. for a city. I'm, I'm, this is where he he hit me with a shot in the back. He didn't even fight me fair. But it's okay. I'm i I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna try to redeem myself some way somehow. Don't worry, y'all. Y'all just stay focused.
5: Somehow,
3: some way, I gotta make it up the
2: hood someday. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> it's all right though. I love T P though. I love, he's like a brother to me. So, uh, uh, it's 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 all good. Uh, listen, I got another. One. I'm going bring him in, Mister Harvey, calling out of the six one five, wrapping everything down. So, that nonchalant talk. What up, Mister Harvey?
1: Yeah, what's going on, man? Listen
2: to PHIapparel.co. I bet you they're going to have
1: Michael Lorenzen jerseys available by the end of the week. Check them out. I told you. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Hey, check out. Get, get 15% off. Go ahead and get your Michael Lorenzen. Like, listen, I wasn't as impressed with this move. He pitched really good last time out, and again this time, get your jerseys before he gets lit up like a Christmas tree in the postseason. Well, what's up, fellas? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I mean
3: <laughs> – I I got a picture of New
2: York is getting lit up like a Christmas tree. I mean, nothing to do help. That's what I'm watching right now. I'm watching uh um, Severino get by the by the Chicago White Sox. Really the Chicago White Sox. is disgusting. But uh good to hear your voice, Mr. Harvey. Um, let's get cooking, man. Let's just get cooking. So um you know, the first preseason game was in the books, the Jets and the uh Browns. Jets lost that twenty three to sixteen. But after you know that Hall of Fame game, and then you know everything starts cooking a little lovely in the in the oven. You get Hard Knocks, and, and Hard Knocks debuted last night. So you yeah, had the first episode of the New York Jets on HBO's Hard Knocks. Uh, they do a great job with that show. TP, I don't know if you saw the first episode yet. It debuted late last night at 10 o'clock on HBO. But um, I don't know if you caught it. If you had any. Uh, the first thoughts about that episode if not you know it's all good
3: yeah I did not I um I wasn't a fan of hard knocks until they the boys came on last year so I had to because my team was vested but now um from what I'm hearing before the show they was like it's more or less Super Bowl or else and, and the energy they're trying to give this this run for this season and it's like let them get started before they start pegging teams with Super Bowl. And that's one thing that, you know, the, and I don't really want to call it a hype, but, uh, you know, the expectancy that they put on these teams and all they want to do is go out there and compete and do the best to get to Super Bowl. But when you're already trying to stamp them that because Rodgers is around, it makes it tough. They put the bullseye on their back. And they're in a loaded division right now. It's not going to be too easy for them. Uh, Buffalo, I still think, is the king of that division until the Jets prove it. And if Miami could get Ramsey back, it depends on how long Ramsey's out. But Ramsey's looking like he's going to be out for a considerable amount of time. The Dolphins are out there. I think the Patriots, you know, are the team that's going to bring up the rear, even though a lot of people are trying to contest that. I try to hear that that they said the Patriots won't come in last place. I'm like, well, then who? If they're not. So um, it's <laughs> a good thing that this is going on. At least the, the Jets are, are buzz right now. And um, here's so much news about how these receivers are kind of like, Growing to Rodgers and how this offense is trying to come together, and if they can get another running back back there to help Brees Hall out, it'd be great. But I, I did not catch any of that hard knock though. So I didn't. Okay. No, I did.
2: I thought it was really good. Um, first episode in. I was talking to talking about it with a buddy of mine. At, uh, my son's football practice, and yeah, they just do a great job. They really. Uh, I, I enjoyed. I enjoy every season. I pretty much watch every season. Um, I watched last year with the Lions. I thought they did a really good job. Um, this year, it got off to a good start. You know, obviously, you got the lightning rod with Aaron Rodgers, a AA ron <laughs> But, um, you know, they do a good job. And, and, you know, I think the Jets are managing expectations, but – I think the expectations, to your point, are big because, you know, you don't bring in Aaron Rodgers just to make it to the playoffs. You try to bring him in there to win and, and push, push your chips into the middle. So, um, you know, the hype is real. You can see it around a lot of people are at the practice. Method Man was at the practice, TP. So, I mean, you know, he's a big Jets fan. A lot of the Wu-Tang members are Jets fans. Um, but Curtis Martin was out there. Um when they were talking to Daryl Rivas because he was up. There's just a lot of buzz uh, around that team,
4: uh, Mike. I don't know if you caught any of that
2: episode last night. Um, you know, Hard Knocks. If you did, you know, you know, let me know what you thought or not. You know, just you can wash over the um, expectations in
1: New York. Yeah. So honestly, you make a move like this because you expect to be able to contend. I agree with C P You, you got to let him get out, out of the gate first, but. I mean that that's why you give up the pieces you give up you already had a decent year last year you felt like you're a quarterback away you know Denver was a quarterback away last year too right so we saw how that turned out so uh, i mean end of the day i understand why the expectations are there especially in this media market if they, if you think you can contend it's going to be there the the thing to me and I have not watched it yet, and I know I'll watch the other episodes. I did uh, check out some reviews on it, though. Uh, it's like a 52, 53-minute episode, and they said that basically 45 of the minutes focused on Aaron Rodgers for the most part and getting up to this journey and all this kind of thing. So uh, I've heard enough about – that they, they said there was about – six or seven minutes or whatever, there was another feature on Sauce Garner or whatever. So uh and that's fine. But I heard enough about Aaron Rodgers uh, in the off season and everything else that went on. Uh that I'm probably gonna wait to the next episode and watch. I don't think it's gonna like hurt me in the end or like I'm gonna be able to not follow it. So I think I'm just gonna wait. I don't really necessarily need to see <clears throat> forty five more minutes of anything devoted just to the the newly uh you know the new big apple resident diva uh, or anything so uh, you know I may skip and check out the on South corner and then pick up in week 2 but yeah i d- definitely giant size expectations uh what i can tell you is there've been giant size expectations for this man in green bay for the last several several years i've uh, been to the championship game and all that but <clears throat> we know how many rings he has in and- yeah, how many times they've been able to take home the big uh the big trophy. So uh listen. Uh, Snoop Dogg told y'all years ago, pop your brakes, New York. I mean, maybe you have a good year, but you know, we got we got some time to uh to figure it out because uh it's just like it says in the song, You are the one, you are the one. I don't know that uh that as good as he is, I don't I don't know that this is going to be the one to lead you to the promised land. So uh We Chelsea.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Obviously, the biggest star is Aaron Rodgers. I I think it's kind of a mischaracterization to say that uh, forty five minutes was dedicated solely to him. I think you know, yeah, they did talk about Sauce Gardner, um, and in him his rookie year and what he went through on, in the off season to um, to get to this point. Nothing bad. It was all really good. But um, yeah, they talked about Zach Wilson. Of the tough year he had last year, they, they talked to him. They talked to Garrett Wilson, um, you know, obviously the offensive rookie of the year. They talked about Nathaniel Hackett a little bit. So um, it, I don't – while, you know, Aaron Rodgers, it always comes back to him, it wasn't like you were talking about him the whole time and – his journey and who he is, no, it wasn't that deep. I wouldn't even, I mean, you, you see him in practice throwing dimes and how, you know, talented of a quarterback he truly is and how he was actually working with Zach Wilson um, to, to coach him up a little bit. So um, I, I, I suggest you watch it. It, it's, it, it was actually pretty good. Um, you know, outside of the language, which kind of bugs me, because I love I would love my son to watch it. I had him watch it and I was just like, you're just going to have to ignore the language. I, I don't know what to tell you. It kind of sparked him a little bit and you know, he had a really good day at practice today. So I mean, watching it makes me want to go out there and put the pads on, even though I know as soon as I get out there, I'll fall apart. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, um, I, I just love that aspect about it. And I know TP, you feel the same way last year watching, you know, your team. It just gives a little bit more juice. So, um, so yeah, so from that perspective, I thought it was. A, and, and listen, NFL and Hard Knocks and HBO do a really good job. I, uh, you know, I've never seen a bad presentation, and, and it's always amazing how they throw it together. Um, the, you know, with a couple of days left to get that episode to air on a, on a Tuesday. So, you know, kudos to those guys. But um, yeah, listen, um, we can we can move on from Hard Knocks unless
3: T.P., you had anything to add, or you're good. Um. No. I mean, pretty much we'll see, and I, I'll probably catch the replay sometime this week if it if it had that much uh, flair to it that that uh, the villain is giving you people. So I'm going to follow this energy and see what it's all about. Awesome.
2: Awesome. I suggest. I. I definitely recommend it. I definitely recommend it. Um. So you, listen. Um. You know, we talked about it last week. Uh, with the Pac-10 and college football. Um. You know how. You know the teams were starting to get poached and they've then it. Yeah. You know, I think it was after our show became official that Oregon and Washington, um, are leaving the pac 10 for, I, for the big, t- the, the pack 12 for the big 10. And then, uh, Arizona, I think it was Arizona, Arizona state, uh, a couple other teams. I, I, am trying to find the names. I forgive me. I apologize, but they're, they're going to, um, you know, to the, to the big 12. So,
4: basically now there's only
2: four teams left, uh, Washington state, Stanford, Cal and Oregon state. And as, as recently as I think today, um, Stanford and Oregon, not Stanford and Cal, we're going to have, uh, the the SEC or the big 10, we're going to reach out to, no, the ACC, we're reaching out to them, um, to the athletic directors to just kind of have preliminary talks. So, um, you know the the Pac-12 after this season is probably no more. Um, you know, and now it's going to be the instead of the Power Five, it's going to be the Power Four. Um, you know, big conferences, and, and I don't know if the ACC will survive um, anything left. You know, the Pac-12 is in a bad spot because their TV deal. They don't. They're trying to get one. I think the Apple. Um, Contract that they put forth to the schools, this wasn't enough because I think that a day later, five or six said I'm out. Um, and it's easier to do it because they don't have to pay that exit fee that some other schools have to pay to leave their conferences because of the mass TV deals. So, um, you know, the Pac-12 is pretty much uh, dead as we know it. The big Rose Bowl not going to be in existence. The rivalries: Oregon, Oregon State, or Washington, Washington State. Um, pretty much or after this season, not going to be in existence. TP, um, what do you think about the Pac-12? I know we talked about it last week, but, I mean, do, I, I don't even think they have an option of trying to poach any Mountain West schools. I think they're done. Um, you know, Stanford and Cal, we were wondering if they were going to get um, asked by any conference. It looks like the ACC might reach out. What do you think is, about this whole with everything
3: that's transpired in the last couple of days. I'm an 80s baby. I grew up off of a song, and it kind of went like this, kind of, not all the way, but it went, mend these broken wings, because all these teams are flying <laughs> away, and it is bad. And um, if you've been a fan of Sports City, if you've listened to the Chefs do work. If you've heard me talk about college football, I have been screaming that Pac-12 is suffering for years. I have not been talking about this for the past year, last year, or the past two years. I've been talking about this for the, a while. Um, I, I think more or less after like 7 o'clock, once a lot of the football games are done, once those night games start to kick in, if you see a UCLA game, nobody's really watching it. The only person that is, you know, getting their attention is like Oregon State. Maybe Washington is running the board, but other other than that, the Pac-12 has lost its luster, and for these teams to be pulling away left and right to leave that conference by itself, this is the death of this conference, potentially starting to see the chink in college football altogether. Um, this is scary that this is happening. They are really going to make a lot of these teams have to fly across the country where a lot of teams don't survive flying from the West Coast to the East Coast. You're already putting them in a lose-lose situation. Yes, they can win the games. I'm not saying that they can't, but the percentages weigh against a team coming from the West to the East or vice versa uh, making that long of a travel, and that's not something that they're doing on a day-by-day basis. There's more money that's going to be spent, and you're already throwing this money around in NIL deals and things of that nature. The Pac-12 is officially – gone, you know, once this all subsidizes. And um, all the teams that are trying to, like, stick around, where do they go? You leave some of these teams there just like, where where do we go? Just like Barry said, um, you know, the rivalries will be gone. Yeah, I understand that. But, like, does the Rose Bowl disappear? Do they stop playing games at the Coliseum altogether? Like, is that all on the back burner now? Like, I hope they revisit that because that's still – a cash cow for them, whenever they need to do it, people still show up. College football still generates money somehow, some way. But just knowing that they destroyed the Pac-12 altogether, honestly, I'm sad. Honestly, I'm sad. And I'm nowhere near a a big Pac-12 football guy, but just knowing that they are there all of the years that they did put things together and knowing the history behind, like, the USC brother Trojans I remember and I wasn't even around but when they were screaming The brother Trojans that's the 70s that's OJ And them and like that's all That's all in the wind now like nothing Like USC really has to Be big for this year with Kayla Williams And then that's it they, they, <laughs> What happens to all of this in the a, in a Pac-12 I, I just don't get how they just, just said it looked like Donald's came there and snapped his fingers and this is what Y'all got left like half of that league Is there. It's very sad and um, looking how a lot of these teams are – or not even these teams, a lot of these conferences are going to have to, like – how do I say it? Like remake themselves. Like the SEC is going to bolster it, get a little bigger. The Big 12 is going to get bigger. The ACC don't know what they're going to do because there's a handful of teams trying to leave the ACC, but they're trying to pull teams from the West Coast to the ACC. How does a West Coast team go to the Atlantic Coast Conference? Like I – ridiculous. Like they just help me understand what's going on. I I, I do not get it. But um, this could potentially – Rec college football with what is going on. And I had a thought in my head. I really don't want to start rolling that ball downhill, but football altogether will start to take a hit within, like, the next five to seven years. It will. It will. You got all of these situations, rules and regulations, and they're lightening people up on take taking hits, and you can't hit people this certain way. Like, football is going to start to lose revenue, everything. I mean, as hype as we are getting about certain situations, this is a snowball that can roll downhill and turn into frost snow, the snowman I'm t- it's, just, it's gonna get bad before it gets any better. I mean, I feel like the revenue is gonna be fine, man this t
2: v money is is insane like i I don't know, bro, but it's like because look at these deals that they're getting especially with streaming like that's where the money's at that's why you're seeing this realignment you know UConn is not going to be an independent much longer, and I think Notre Dame is going to be a domino that's going to fall because of the money that they can get Notre Dame has the money from NPC, but they're up for renegotiation right and you know you're seeing some of these schools like uh, Florida State and start to look at private equity money to, you know Stanford might have to they they didn't Stanford doesn't have to dip into that, you know, that that money that they have um, in their system in their in their school to get out of deals or anything like that to try to get into a conference. But the money, man, it's it's crazy. I I just you know I feel like college football is headed to a model with two conferences, and you know we're slowly getting there. And, and I agree with you. The travel is going to be in, excuse me, The travel's going to be insane. Like you you thinking about like. Like a Oregon team or you know USC team that has to go on the East Coast to play Rutgers, <laughs> Rutgers. Like, wow, who cares? And then they have to stay out there, probably to play Penn State and Maryland. You know what I mean? For three weeks, you know.
3: What about school? Yeah, but so but you're, be... you're saying this. You're saying there's in hope and faith. Like, you just yeah. said that there may not be Rose Bowl situations. That's a big venue. Like that. That's something. Like I get yeah. it. Like college football, you're generating money. I said that, but you got to think that this is going to be gone in, like, a year or two. Like, they, they're they going to have to figure things out, and hopefully this, a lot of kids are going to be trying to make the jump as soon as possible to get out of college. They're not going to be in college long with everything that's going on in the world today. Like, times are changing. Mm-hmm. This could affect them across the board. What about a kid that's from Compton? Like, and, and don't get out of the state because of, you know, grades of this, that, and the third, and he's not getting the look because he's not – Getting to play against a good team, and they talking about trying to bring like a Boise State into the fold and things like that. And they, they are scrambling to try to fix the situation. This is bad. Like I, and it ain't all about money. Money ain't everything. I was taught that as a youngin. Like money ain't everything. Mm-hmm. Like they gotta think about everything. They could lose fans, all type of stuff. People could lose. I, I know people that walk away from watching football or watching baseball or basketball just because of the way things are currently being run. And saying that they didn't like it anymore, like this, this is what they're jeopardizing at this point in time. In 2023 on this, this is what y'all thought of. Like, I, I don't get it. Um, I and I'm standing on it. I'm standing ten toes down on it. I, I think that this could be a situation where they could suffer, soon. In five to seven years, I mean, it is a while, but that's that's soon enough. That is soon enough. Yeah, I
2: mean, you know, the, you're right, and and the pac the pack ten, pack twelve. I mean. They signed their death warrant. and I think they did a while ago when they came out and didn't want to get into that college football playoff system that Rose Bowl thought they were hot, holier than now, didn't want to be a part of the, the the BCS and the championship series and all that stuff. And they were the only big bowl that didn't join the fray, right? You had the Fiesta Bowl, you had the Kai bowl, all those bowls that got into it, but them. And they were like, no, we want our tradition. And tradition is going to, going to the wayside. Like, these traditional rivals are gone now. They're going to be gone in years. Like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So, the Rose Bowl, it's unfortunate, but you know what? They did it to themselves. You know what I mean? So, uh, it, it's, it is a killer. I mean, we got Sirius on the line. I'm going to bring him in. I definitely want to get his opinion on it since he's a Big uh, Big Ten guy. Sirius, uh, in the building, what do you think about what's going on in college football right now?
0: You know, if you've been paying attention, it should not come as a shock. You know, the writing has literally been on the wall about um, this this situation for, for a long period of time, and the Pac-12 um, essentially has been on life support for a while. Um, for starters, again, no disrespect to anybody uh, who, who enjoys those schools, but let's keep it a buck. The real football is not being played in the Pac-12. You know what I'm saying? You go, to, you, you go to those type of schools, you know, for, for a potential basketball look or something like that, but when it comes to football, it's, it's SEC, Big e, you know, Big Ten, you know, no, no, nobody's messing with the Pac-12. And second of all, TP alluded to it as he was talking, the time of watching these games is insane. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like ain't nobody got time to, ain't nobody got time to step until 10 o'clock at night to see a kickoff of you know you know uh, of ucla and washington they don't know they, they, they got time for that so the the tv revenue and the tv viewing is potentially down and thirdly and most importantly these schools when they go to the big bowls tend to not
4: fare well
0: you know what i'm saying you're playing against sec teams you're playing against a big 10 team you're playing against a a a a, 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 a big 12 team And these guys are not only losing, they're getting smacked. They're getting mollywhopped up and down the field nine times out of ten. So you don't, you know, have the the marquee names for for football, you know what I'm saying. You don't have the marquee time slot for people on the East Coast or, you know, in a a time zone to, to watch it. So you're only catering potentially and most importantly, you're not really putting a winning product on the field when you go against these big-name schools. Maybe the last time a a, a Pac-12 team has done well versus Alabama, maybe the last time a Pac-12 team has done against Ohio State or Michigan or Penn State, maybe the last time a Pac-12 team consistently has done well versus the likes of, of, of of any other conference. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The reason why, you know, the the change gear for the reason why the Sacramento Kings are and the Golden State Warriors um are, 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 are getting buzzed and you know, are getting watches is because they're putting out good products on the floor. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't mind saying up until ten o'clock at ten thirty at night to watch Golden State tip off because when I sit down on my couch to watch them tip off and play, they give me good sports. They give me good drama. They they do their thing. They win their ball game. They're entertaining to watch. The Pac twelve isn't even marketable. They're not even right. marketable they are not even not even marketing to to, to, to people on, the, on on this side of the time zone. Your whole market is catered and centered around people in your demographic. So if you don't care enough to market your talent. To to, to everybody across the board, don't get mad when you got schools wanting to jump ship to get into the time slots to market their program and to market their product and potentially play better competition to get more money to then you know get to these bigger bowls and and and, and to get their name out there. The Pac-12 did it to themselves, and again. T.P. mentioned this several, several years ago. I I, I double-clicked on that several, several years ago. And in many different circles that we're all affiliated with, we've all said the very same thing. The Pac-12 is a dead football conference. If you want to go to the Pac-12, you're playing baseball. You're playing basketball. You're on the swim team. You're doing something other than playing college football, period.
2: And that's where they are because Stanford is – They're 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 at football, right? But they they are really good at every other sport, right? They they have really good basketball, huh?
3: Not fully though, because Oregon does put on good product, especially with the the, Nike there that they got, and um, Washington too. But it's it's tough. You can't hang your hat on those two teams, like Oregon State. You can't tell me the last time you remember the Beavers going crazy or. You can't tell me since luck left you was hype about Stanford. Or, like, when did UCLA put a good product out with Rosen and Rosen came to the league and bombed? Like, USC is mm. probably the only team that held it together for Pac-12 because of the, the aura of them. But, like, I don't want to totally poo-poo every team there because Oregon definitely could give you a 70-point game, but right. it is within that right. conference. And, and Washington does end up running the table somehow, somewhere they'll win their first six or eight and then lose a big game somewhere down there. So I respect some of the schools there. It's not like a handful. It's like some, like two or three. But um, not all of them, not all of them. But there are still some marquee matches that they can have. But like it was said, like between me and Sirius, it's like if they're not playing that game at 3.30 Eastern Standard or 7 Eastern Standard, if it's falling into 10 o'clock, it's, a lot of people are just watching that because there's nothing else on TV. Like that, that's what they're getting yeah, you get
2: that demographic, you get out there, and that's really it. I mean, like I said, like, you know, Stanford is a really good program outside of football, but football is what makes the money in college in college sports, you know what I mean? Like, nobody's paying to see, um, like, college, you know, softball, you know what I mean? I'm not going to get an, an Apple TV deal and to get a, Pac-10, a Pac-12 uh, package to watch Stanford softball, even though they're really good or their baseball team that's really good, or their, you know, Olympic sports that they consistently feed Olympic champions for. Nobody's paying to see that. They're paying to see college football, and to your point, you got maybe two, maybe three schools that you can hang your hat on. USC is a name. They're a brand. They haven't when was the last time they competed for a national championship after, before this year? And they barely were competing this year. Oregon is it, you know what I mean? Oregon was the only team that you would pay good money to see, and that's it, you know what I mean? It's that's just that's the name of the business. I mean, Mr. Harvey, I know you're back. I, I'm gonna bring you in on this subject. Uh, get your opinion on what's going on in college football, uh, especially in, in in the Pac-12. So real quick, in the Pac-12,
1: this year is going to be the tenth year of the four team playoffs. In year yeah. one, Oregon came in and beat a defending national champion, Florida State team, in the first round. Mm-hmm. They lost Ohio Don't remind in the me. <laughs> they lost Ohio State in the final. The Pac-12 has not won another playoff game. There you go. The first year. Uh, Washington's been there a couple times. They got ha- – or at least once. They got hammered by Alabama. I think they got shut out. Um, so, <clears throat> but here's the thing. Gentlemen, when I think Stanford and I think Cal, let me tell you what the first thing that does not come to my mind is. Atlantic Coast. Okay, let's start there. Barry, I disagree with one thing that you said a little bit earlier about the money's going to be there. I think that that's a – respectfully, I think that's a short-sighted view. And I think that a lot of people are banking on the money always being there. But here's the thing. I'm not sure, and here's why. Um, These, and I said this before, but these TV providers are still a lot of the driving force. People are starting to switch more and more to streaming. But now once you get to streaming right now until they figure out a way to tax it or whatever else goes on, you're not getting the same kind of third-party fees that you're getting that these TV carriers are charging people and passing on up the ladder. And mm-hmm. I promise you this, these TV deals, as they've gone up, what's happened is for anybody out there that's still living in the Flintstone ages and has cable or satellite TV, you look on that, you got two lines on your bill that say local broadcast surcharge and you got one that says regional sports networks are charged. That regional sports network surcharge so is easily three times more than what it was less than five years ago. You can't keep sustain, sustaining that, and and I don't know. There's still a lot to be figured out on the streaming end of it. <clears throat> how you filter all this back in, and if it's going to work. Quite honestly, I don't know that we have a true gauge of how that's going to work because people are still switching over to platforms. And I don't know that we have a true gauge of how much money is actually going to come in from these deals, from streaming, to be quite honest with you. Uh, And and then when that does happen and we start figuring out how we're going to come in, then uh, inevitably the process of starting to bend the customer over uh, and take a little bit extra is going to start and then at some point people are going to say uh-uh we've seen this movie before and people are going to walk away from it i know that we love sports fellas i and but this has got all kinds of concerns to me and i said this for a few reasons but tp you said earlier 80s baby i was born in the late 70s but i pretty much grew up an 80s baby too i remember the rivalries um and what's and you're already starting to see it even with some of these bigger realignments uh, next year when the SEC first goes to 16, Mississippi State's not playing LSU. They Those two schools have played each other more than they, than either one of them played anybody else in the history of the, the their schools. That's not mm-hmm. happening anymore. These are neighboring states. Uh, and so for casual fans and for people that go for school spirit and all this kind of stuff, some of those regional rivalries and some of that kind of stuff not being there because the conferences have cast their net too wide, that's going to hurt things. And, you know, people have talked about at some point it was going to be four super conferences, 16 teams plus. Well, Big Ten, 16 and enough. The Big Ten was a Big Ten, a Big Ten by name with 11 teams for a long time. They finally went to 14. That wasn't enough. Then they get to 16. Now they're picking up two more. I mean, where, where does the buck stop? How many teams are you trying to get in a conference? What's the ultimate goal? And then at some point, do you just split this into two completely different conferences within one conference and have a, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how this whole thing shakes out, but what I can tell you is this, at some point, fellows, the house of cards is going to come crashing down. Uh, at some point, uh, this is what, what's happened though, when you have uh, really allowed this much greed to creep into it. And what I'm not sure about is, is football, going to end up being a completely separate entity from the rest of college athletics or our football and basketball, the main two going to at some point be the only major sports that are funded by athletic departments. And are you going to start seeing other programs, uh, be reduced to a different level and have to compete in a different way, kind of like what clubs have had to do when they lost division one sports. I'm telling you, there's going to be, um, uh, like TP said, maybe five to seven years down the road, but there's going to be some major changes. We cannot sustain this model, uh, and it's not something that's going to last long, long term. This whole thing is fueled by money. Uh, the only reason Florida State's trying to get out of the conference, they saw Texas do the same thing in the Big Twelve. They're complaining because how can we compete? Or you know, basically, we bring in all the revenue, so we want a bigger share than other teams in this conference. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. You hadn't, you hadn't been to this dance in a few years. Uh, and so I don't know if the answer is, maybe you can reward some teams a little bit more than other teams in the conference, but I, I almost feel like it has to be a, a result based or something. You can't just say because uh, you're threatening to leave. Now you can have more What's to stop another team from doing the same thing. It's just going to create a vicious cycle, man. There's, uh, there's a lot of concerning things about this model that uh, that bother me. I'm, I'm putting together an article on it. I'm, I'm trying to figure out some uh, what some of these possible conclusions can look like. But, uh, listen, I, I'm really concerned with the state of, of college athletics and these bigger conferences. It's going to make for some weird things going on in football. But what concerns me is, what's going to happen in all these other smaller sports too. Um, it, it's not as easy. It's one thing if you just got to go for a one weekend game for football, right? But basketball, you play two games a week, sometimes three. Uh, and so now it starts to get really tricky when you got this, this far to travel. And you don't necessarily have as much money for some of these sports. Like some of the smaller sports, uh, when they would tra- compete pretty close to home, you'd still get the softball teams and the wrestling teams and whatnot on buses. You ain't going on a bus from LA to Piscataway though. So uh, there's just a lot of things that, that I think still have to continue to be ironed out. And, uh, you know, maybe there's some people in there that are a lot smarter than me and think that there's a way that this is going to work, but there's a lot of concerns here. And, it almost makes me think we could go. We wish we could go to some sort of model where football is just seen differently, and you keep these same conferences for the other sports for the betterment of the athlete. Because,
2: uh, but Mike, Mike that, that that doesn't that doesn't work. It doesn't matter. Football makes the money. Nobody, they, they don't. Stanford was would be ready to get rid of all their other sports if they were not going to get into a conference after the Pac-12 dissolves. It ain't because of baseball. It ain't because of wrestling. It's money. Football makes the money. Nobody. I listen, I love college. I love. I listen, I love college basketball. It's probably my favorite college sport after football, just because I'm an East Coast guy. I grew up on on the Big East Conference. Basketball doesn't make nearly as much money as football. You got a like Rutgers to... that brings in sixty million dollars off a TV deal. Don't tell me that there's not enough money. There is plenty of money in college football to, to, to appease all these schools. $60 million mm-hmm. is an exit fee for a school to lead the ACC. It's because of the TV revenue. I'm telling you, yeah, TV football revenue is not what bank, drives not the you sport.
1: You can't count it always being there. I, I don't care what you say. Yes, yes you can.
2: Yes, you can. This is why these teams are realigning, because of money. It's not because of the love of the game or the rivalries. The rivalries are going to be the byproduct. That's what we're going to lose because of all the money that these teams are getting. That's why they're going to a bigger uh, playoff system, because of money. It's money. And, and, And you know what? It's a selfish, it's a gutless way to think about it, just because money is the root of all evil and all that stuff. But that's what's driving all this. We have never seen this much realignment in a year or two span that we've seen in years past because the money. That's my my point,
1: Barry. It's a big, first of all, we can agree to disagree that the money is always going to be there because I don't know about how the TV markets are going to fall, but this is what happens when you let hypocrites run the sport. uh, When you let hypocrites run sports, it's all based on money. All we're trying to do is line pockets. But then at the same time, these same people are turning around and talking about how Oh, student first, athlete second, and all this kind of stuff. And now we don't want these guys to transfer. And now we need to put some regulations on it. So now we need to do what's in the best interest of the athlete. And so w- w- when you have, when, when you're propping up everything uh, based on money and hypocrites, bro, I'm telling you, at some point this model's gonna come crashing down. We can agree to disagree on it, fine. But at some point it's going to come crashing down because where do you think this TV money comes from? It comes from subscribers to these TV services. Yeah. And I understand yeah, people exactly. are still going to stream. And I understand that people are going to stream. But what I'm telling you is at the end of the day, if people are streaming responsibly and whatever else, then you're going to end up paying a lot less money for those streaming options than what you're paying for like cable TV and satellite TV. And as, if you're paying less money as a customer, then there's not as much money that eventually filters back up the chain. And there's not going to be as much money going into ads. At some point, Barry, some of this stuff is going to change because people. we just can't predict it. Maybe it doesn't, but we can't 100% 100 predict it. Sports is the last appointment television that we have out there. Sports is the only reason why some of these cable providers are around, but we are changing generation. This generation is starting to completely change how we consume entertainment and video and TV. And we just don't know what the uh, bottom line is going to be financially at the end of the day. But, the,
2: but you're still paying. What, I, I still pay over $100 for my streaming devices. And guess what? I w- if I wanted every single sports, regional sports, I wanted NFL Network, MLB, all that stuff, I would have to pick up another subscriber on top of what I have. That's the game. You have to get two different services. I would have to get – I have direct T V now. I would have to pick up, like, Sling or something to, or football TV to get all that money. They're still going to get their money. Regional sports is in a – they're in a, in a negotiating pattern right now. You know, there, some people drop – some streaming services drop it. Some people get it. They renegotiate, get their money. The, they're going to get their money. Somebody just – I can't remember which streaming device or streaming app it was, went from 70 million – to about 50 million subscribers, they're still making handover fist. I mean, I, you know, and, and the hypocrites have always been there in college sports. They've always been there. They just been they they were just slick on how they were getting their money. Now they got to figure out a different way because these kids are able to transfer and get their money. Kids are getting paid to transfer. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the business. They're just they just now they, they have to they hold their hand out and, and give a little bit of that money back. That's the business, man. CP, serious, I don't know if any guy want to chime in before we, we move on to another one, but that that's that's the game, man, that, and that's, that's the world we live in right now. Just how how are they going to get all their money because they're going to get their money.
0: I mean, we kind of seen this model before, you know, seen this model with the NFL. I mean, let's not forget the NFL tried this whole Amazon Prime thing for subscriptions and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Uh, last year, and we saw how this works. So, I mean, I I I think both things, both both statements can can be true. I think that you know it it, it, it it's, it's crooked and 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 it, and it's cruel, but also at the end of the day, I do think because again, football is the ultimate drug. You know what I'm saying? And I hate to call it that, but football is the ultimate drug. Nothing beats football, in, 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 in America, so whether it's streaming services, whether you know, you play it on the moon. Whether you know this team realigns with this team and this conference realigns with this conference, the only the only different the only the only people in trouble right now are are the kids, are the students. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. again, you got a you got a UCLA guy. You know, you know, athlete traveling all the way over to the East Coast to play. You know, Penn State, and then. Are, are, are they in the books? How, how, how does that work? And, you know, they're away from their family and their comfort zone and this, that, and the third. So I'm not a big fan of the, the schools having to travel so far this way and they're, and they're painting this picture as if it's, you know, as if they're protecting the kids, as if they're protecting the students. And essentially they're just trying to align their pockets with, you know, more revenue and more exposure, which is, again, to what I spoke about earlier. However, I do think that because it is football and it is college football and it is UCLA, it is USC, um, it is Oregon, to T.P.'s point, you know, those particular schools are going to have money available to them It's just a matter of how much based off of the level of competition that they're playing in subsequently and the conference that they're in. Notre Dame is not even in the conference, but they get they get money hand over fist. They have their own they have their own network like NBC in, in my area shows their games all the time. It doesn't matter where they play, you know what I'm saying. That's a deal. Notre Dame is playing, it's a on. Deal. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. It's on NBC. So at the end of the day, if you are in a position to to, to make money, if you put a decent product out there, and again, it's football. There's money to be made. But, again, I think both statements can be true in that particular situation.
2: Yeah, that's why Notre Dame can continue to be a non-conference because of that TV deal that they've been getting for years. And now it's kind of murky, right, because now that deal is predicated on them not having a night game or something like that. So, But still, NBC is, it has that deal. But now NBC is, you know, they're, they they got to share the pot. I think they're in it with um, – ES yeah, Fox. I think Fox has, uh, I don't know which conference they have. I think ABC and ABC. You know. Yeah, the, but ABC and ESPN, now they've taken um, the SEC away from CBS, right? They've paid a lot of money for the SEC. Um, so yeah, I think Big Ten is getting the CBS deal. Yeah, Big Ten is going to CBS. Fox is taking the Big 12. So, I mean and then NBC kind of gets a little bit of everything, I think. I I forget how the deal works, but it's like, it's the, that's why you're going to keep going. These networks are going to pay for it. You know what I mean? T.P., I don't know if you had anything to chime in before we we move on.
3: No, it's pretty much covered. I mean, um, like I said, I I think within like five to seven years, you're going to see more of this start to fall off the wagon and, um, College football is going to start taking a severe hit. I I hope it don't start happening to the NFL. But all of this is starting to show its face with everything, all the changes that they're trying to make now. Um, I don't know how this makes things better. Um, But this is what they they get what they asked for. It wasn't broken, but now they're trying to fix it. And and they're going to have to do some more fixing, especially while they're telling them to, you know, slow down on hits and don't hit people, you know, like – they're going to start losing a lot more than they want to at this point in time. This is crazy. This is the first domino to fall.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's going to be interesting, you know, it's going to like, I wouldn't for a subscription to see USC or I mean UCLA versus Rutgers. I hate using Rutgers, but I mean, they're the, they're the darling of that conference, right? Like I'm not paying to see that, but I would pay to see, uh, Ohio State, USC on an annual basis, right? And Not hoping that would see it in the in the Rose Bowl, and the Rose Bowl has deteriorated because the the best you know Big Ten school or maybe two of the b- best Big Ten school are usually in the conference bowl championship, right? So, yeah, it's just it's just been bad, and and, and uh, you know I don't I don't know it it's terrible, and and it. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Real quick, I just wanted to point out. I think what's going to happen initially is the Rose Bowl is going to be one of the uh, – on years it may be a semifinal site too, but at, at worst it's going to be a quarterfinal site for one of the f- uh, four quarterfinals. And so it won't be Pac-10, Big Ten anymore, but the Rose Bowl will be one of the constant playoff sites, I think, moving forward. Which and is, that's what the Rose Bowl has changed to. Which is bad. Which is the point of the
0: discussion? Is bad because literally the, the Rose Bowl was always something right. for the. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're, you're gonna see roses. You know what I'm saying? So, so not only do you lose a conference, but you lose a marquee destination for your conference. Like <laughs> we all we, we we all know that's the Big Ten plays in Indianapolis every year. That's that's the Big Ten championship. That's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you got uh, to. Something has to be done, Bar, Because again, I don't want. I don't. I. I, I don't watch the pack. The, the Pac twelve anyway, but you can't take away the Rose Bowl from now. That's tough, man. that's tough
1: Well, for years, I if know, you I know. I mean that's where we're Okay. Yeah, for you if you won the Big Ten, uh, well, and now once the playoff thing started, if you were the, the, you got to go to the playoffs. But but for years and years and years before that started, if you won the Big Ten, you got to go out to California which is nice being in those cold weather states. You get to go out, you get to go out West in a warm weather state for a week. It's nice to get out. And so now even if you're not a playoff team, your best team in the big 10 still gets to go out there. So it's kind of a, really a nice reward uh, for a good season. Uh, Get to leave in the middle of the the winter in the North and go out to Southern California for a week. Like, uh, it's a celebratory thing, and that's not going to be a deal anymore in the Big Ten. You just had to hope you get to go to a warm-weather destination.
2: Yeah, see, like, I, I like – I've always liked the, the Rose Bowl because of that element. But, see, I'm an East Coast guy that never really had a college rooting team until, I, like, I latched on to Florida State when I was, like, 10, 10, 11 years old. So I don't have that deep tradition that, you know, like you have, serious, with the, the Big the Rose Bowl and the Big Ten. So in my mind, it was like they did it to themselves because they wanted to keep that tradition and they didn't have that, that, that vision, you know, like, like Ghost and Ray said, you know, I've seen it, you know, like a zenith, you know, like I had that vision. Like, this is where college football was going. It was getting, as much as I hate to say, see the, the rivalries go away, they were going away. And you wanted to keep your your rivalry to yourself because you thought you were bigger, and you didn't see that the Pac-12 was garbage. It was it was headed to crap, and you banked on it. And now you're gonna it's it's gonna deteriorate. It's almost gone. Like I I feel bad as a purist, but as like oh well, <laughs> you know what I mean this is what you got. I'm sorry, you know what I mean. So it, it sucks, but I mean listen, this is where it's headed. It's going to be it's going to be two conferences at the end of the day. The ACC will be next. It's going to be the big three. The ACC is going to be next. If if, if Florida State, you, like North Carolina, Miami, and, and Clemson can figure out a way to get out of that deal without having to pay, oh my, I think it's $60 million and I think a plus some, if they can figure out how not to, to pay it to get some equity and, and, and front the deal, because the conferences are going to pay that $60 million to get them. SEC is not paying sixty million dollars to get Florida State, Clemson. They would love to have them, but they're not paying that money. But if they can figure out how to to get out of that exit because that TV deal isn't over until like twenty thirty four, I think it is. The ACC will be dead too. And you know, for me, I when when Syracuse left the Big East for the ACC, that's when I was like, all right, you know, they ain't left, nothing they sacred no more, because that was for me. From a basketball perspective, that was our rivalry. TP can tell you Syracuse-Georgetown was it. That was the rivalry. And we lost that because because of football. Football took Syracuse out of the Big East and put him in, in the ACC. That's when I lost it. That's when I was I like, still, you know what, tradition be damned.
0: I still God. think the ACC is going to be okay, though. I think the ACC is going to be okay because of what I mentioned earlier. They they do a great job of marketing to all the different demographics and all the different locations. Like, and they, they have a is, network. They have I disagree. I
4: disagree.
0: I disagree.
3: I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Uh, I disagree. Okay, they okay, I disagree. I disagree. North Carolina, Miami, Florida State, and Clemson are talking about leaving. You think they will survive? Those are the names of the ACC. I, I disagree strongly. Duke doesn't have W-L-A.
0: football. I think that they aren't.
3: But Duke, well, Duke, Duke doesn't
0: have, have football.
2: Anyone. It's basketball. And basketball doesn't ru- make the money that football makes serious. You know what I mean? They're, 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 they got it.
0: They're just not good. But they got it. Yeah, I think, I think that's what I mean. I just honestly think that, I mean, if, and again, if, if, Clemson, if Clemson does leave, if, if Clemson leaves, and Miami leads, although Miami hasn't been decent for 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 a few, three years, you know. Miami is a brand. Hasn't been for years. So Miami and
4: Florida that,
0: that's, that's State are brands. Yeah, that, that's my point. I mean, but they haven't really put anything decent on football so, so essentially, Clemson is holding that whole conference together. Essentially.
2: Yeah. Uh, and that's, because, that's what I, I mean. But a, Florida State is a Florida State is a brand. Miami man yeah, they yeah. haven't been as as, up as they have been but they're a brand you could i i guarantee you if the North SEC had, had a chance to bring Miami in they would take them because they're
3: a brand and you, tech, you Miami and Miami and he's trying to say that way and he's trying to say that and Miami Florida state and other schools still litter the NFL Uh, with with players, Uh, not even one here, one there. Like, I don't know where – you could try to hang your hat on that, but, like, you're going to lose that one, Buster. Look, the the fact of the matter is if those schools if North Carolina, probably one Mm -hmm. of the bigger money cash cows in the ACC league, along with Clemson, since you said Clemson is the shoestring to the situation that's been in as a championship, and then Miami and Florida State, Oh, you think they're going to survive with Georgia Tech, Duke, Virginia Tech? Are you high? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, because what are you talking about? South Carolina, was, Carolina for college basketball, women's basketball is going to save them? Stop nah,
5: it.
0: I don't think that no, I don't think I don't think ACC is breaking up. I don't think that at all. I think Clemson is staying there. I well, think they're, I they're,
2: talking
4: they're the
0: only all staying.
2: No. They're what I mean. The only thing that can keep the ACC together is their TV deal. That's it. it. That's really it, serious. Like, Think about it. Like, their deal goes through 2034. It's a, it's a fortune to get out of that deal. To get, to, you have to pay an exit fee to get out. They, they, you have to pay almost $100 million per school to get out. That's the only reason Florida State wants, is, is staying, because they want out. Clemson wants out. I know it for that. They want out. Because, look, look they, the only reason you watch ACC football is because of them. It's because of Clemson. They're the only ones that could contend with the SEC schools. Florida State just got back to their swagger this year. And, you know, they might be, they might have a really good year, but this is it. They're the only one that's won a national championship outside of Clemson in the last 10, 15 years. North Carolina is, is, North Carolina is a brand for basketball. They're a brand. Duke is a brand for basketball, but basketball don't make money. Not like football does. K-Gor, Coach K
4: gone. Coach K going You can stop business.
2: Exactly. No. Not even like who cares. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Robert, no look, you're you're so right, TP. Without Coach K, Duke is Duke, but not the same Duke. Pratt. Like they Absolutely they could do whatever they want now. They could do whatever they want now. Like you know what I mean? Like like Bayheim, They didn't give a damn about Bayheim. <laughs> Staying in the it, it's in Big East. Oh. didn't want to leave the Big East. They had to leave for football. And Bayham had to take it. <laughs> like it's, I, I, I listen. I like the ACC, but they are next. I'm telling you, they're next. They they just can't. The the Big Ten and the big the ACC, the Big Ten and the SEC are the two darlings. Those are the two conferences that everybody wants to get to. Those two conferences. And, seriously, you know, I'm not lying. Right? Like, those are the two conferences everybody I'm, wants I'm a to big play guy.
0: I'm, a, I'm a Big Ten guy. I'm a Big Ten guy. I'm a Big Ten guy. And, uh, every, and
2: uh, everybody up north wants to go to the Big Ten. Everybody down south wants to be in the SEC. That's it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the Big the Big 12 is hanging on by a thread. And they lost um, Texas and Oklahoma. They lost it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They had to replace them with, what, Cincinnati? You, you, UCF? UCF. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's going to pay to see UCF That's in the Big 12? Right Come on now, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not paying to see the UCF play, um, who, who, uh, Cal? <laughs> Come on, man. No, it's not even Arizona versus UCF. You don't pay to see that
4: game?
2: <laughs> I ain't watching that. <laughs> Exactly. It, I mean, come I on, that. man. It's it, it, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, call the number. is always nine two nine four seven seven two seven five. I could talk about this all day because it's just it's crazy. I've never seen this like this. It's, I've seen teams leave, but I'm telling you, when Oklahoma and Texas, when they sign that that paper to leave, <sighs> you know, family ain't family no more, right? <laughs> Oh, my God. So, um, yeah, listen, listen, I want to switch to the NFL and then we can, you know, hit it and quit it. But um, one thing that bothered me this week, boys, was um, the whole Eric enemy situation going on in, in in Washington. And, serious, I know you're pretty close to it, so I definitely want to get your opinion on what's been going on out there. Um, Ron Rivera, you know, came out, I guess, a day or two ago and said that some of the players were complaining that, you know, the enemy's coaching style where, you know, some of the players are concerned with his coaching style. He was hard on them and all that kind of stuff. And then he walked, he kind of walked it back a little bit today saying, you know, that he put his foot in his mouth and didn't mean to say what he said. Like, yeah, typical, but, um, you know, it's a, it's a crazy situation out there just because, you know, players are kind of complaining that Eric, the enemy, a guy that's won in this league, is coaching them too hard. It is a little too hard on them. um, you know, T.P., I, I want to get your opinion first.
3: Uh, what do you
2: think about this situation with Eric bien enemy I mean, this is a guy that has won two championships as the O.C., hasn't get, gotten the, the head coaching position that he, you know, probably deserves for whatever reason. Maybe as his coaching style, who knows. But, I mean, you can't take criticism in this league from a coach and, and you need to be babied and coddled. I, I don't understand what's going on. It kind of bothers me. I just want to get your opinion, TP, on the Eric Enemy situation.
3: In the words of a song that came out in 1997, uh, written and composed by Christopher Wallace, the name of the song is What's Beef? And the first couple of words of that first verse goes, Ha, 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 ha. This this is very funny, okay? This is very funny. You mean to tell me that this guy has a resume. People need to be gawking at trying to make him a head coach, and because you're getting constructive criticism, you guys don't want to take it. Um, I think everybody that has been here that played football or played a sport had to go through hell week. You guys are in the dog days of August and crying about somebody pushing you to your limit. You guys are getting millions of dollars playing your dream job. This is your dream job. Listen, fire him. Get rid of BNME. enemy. Y'all think y'all gonna be better with Rivera? Rivera gonna be done in three years tops. Three years tops. This dude is, is fighting and doing everything he can. Thank goodness that he you know, he's doing well in his fight. You know what I'm saying? What they this is trying to they're trying to set this up for BNME enemy to end up trying to run the show out there so they can finally give him his just do at this point in time. And you guys don't wanna hear? With this guy, he's been alongside Andy Reid for how long? Forget just the, the championships that he's gotten. He's been with Andy Reid, an uh, uh, offensive juggernaut mastermind. Like, what what do y'all want? What do y'all think, Sam Howell's going to do it all by himself? Like, I, I've been watching this team since I was a kid and could acknowledge football. This is my father's favorite football team. On a weekly basis, I still pay attention to them even though I do not like this team at all just because of my father and the crap that my father talked. You can ask Barry what type of junk my pops talk on a daily basis. So it's like watching them now and, and watching them just be Eddie Griffin, the dysfunctional family. I don't know if you ever thought that stand-up, but it was hilarious. Ha, 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 this is what they get. I I, I don't know what is going to do. The way that they're acting right now, and I had hopes for them to try to, like, get into the fray of the NFC East. Guess what? You guys are at the bottom of the division again. I don't think you'll be better than the Giants. The Giants look improved. Uh, the Cowboys are, are the talk of the division right now, and the Eagles are top of the division. Like, so what, what are you guys going to do? You guys want to keep having it easy what, until Magic and them come there and really take over the show? This when you all going to start playing harder and better? Like, when does that change happen? Like, this is your ethics. This is the – uh, how, what, what word am I looking for? Like this is the makeup of how you guys have been over the past couple of years. Like the best that you guys could do, y'all uh-huh. can win a division at like ten and six, maybe nine and seven before they had the seventeen game push and then just be a first round exit. You guys aren't pushing to get to the postseason? You're not pushing to be better. Where where does this perseverance come from? When do you guys dig deep? You everybody has something to say about Eric B. But this guy is proven. And his resume and everything that he's done across the board, I get it. Like when you look at the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, you think more Mahomes and Kelsey. But you think he had no handprint on helping these two out? He's been an offensive coordinator with these guys. He got to know where destined, you know, destiny to take this team. Like I, I, I don't get it. They want to continue to suffer, then fire him, get rid of him, and think Riverboat Ron is going to carry you to another Super Bowl like he did with the Panthers. That was a Hell of a run with Cam Newton, but I don't think he has another one of those up his sleeve. Definitely not this season either.
2: I mean, I can't disagree with that. I mean, you know, I I have my opinion, and I'll definitely get to it in a minute. But, um, yeah, I I, I see a lot of nonsense going on down there. I mean, um, Mike, Mr. Harvey, uh, talk to me about the Eric Bieniemy situation because I mean I've been watching it the last couple of days and it's just it, it's been irking me and irking me and irking me because it, I don't I don't want to say it's like an entitlement thing it could be I mean I'm leaning more to just you know this 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 culture as a whole like you you got to be handheld you got to be.
4: Oh, no, don't do that. Don't You know, like, I
2: wasn't raised like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's not how my daddy raised me. You know what I'm saying? So,
1: Mike, talk to yeah. me about
2: this Eric B. enemy situation, brother.
1: Now, when I listened to it and I read the comments that other players had going to Ron Rivera, the first thing I thought was, I hope he went to the store and bought a bunch of pacifiers. You can even dip them in, honey. Give them some pacifiers and some bankies and a bottle if they need. Uh, you know, whatever to pacify these guys, man. Like, listen, if, uh, you know, one of the philosophies that somebody told me when I was a kid is like, if they ain't yelling at you, then that means that's even worse than them getting on to you. Because if they ain't yelling at you, it means they're giving up on you. Um, right. And so, yeah, I had coaches get on with me all the time. And yeah, at the end of the day, you just have to know that your coaches want the best for you and hope that outside of practice you have some interactions that continue to reinforce that. And you will with the good coaches. But at the same time, you know, most sports that I've been involved in, uh, you got a good-sized room or a field with a pretty good-sized group. A lot of times you need to raise your voice to be heard by everybody in the group anyway. So, like, all this old sensitive, like, uh, let's be tone police, well you no, know, you ain't gotta be policing no tone. I want you to police your work. Get out there and do your job. Like, that's the biggest thing. The one thing that I read that he said and I don't know if this was in the comments in the in the you know, comments where he was kinda of walking it back a little bit. Boy, but or if he said this Uh, you know, the first time around because I I saw kind of both of them at once. But the one comment that I read was he made a comment to a player, well, you don't want him yelling at you as much. It sounds like you need to really focus on learning what he's trying to teach you. And so to me, that's an appropriate response. I I don't think that it was an – listen, even if somebody does go to him as a head coach, okay, that's normal practice. Uh, What is not normal practice is for you to air that in front of media at all. You walk it back later, fine. But, I mean, what's up, Riverboat Ron? Are you starting to slip a little bit? What's going on here? Um, I just don't think that to put that in the media out there is right. I've always taught, like, with family even, like, you know, we disagree with each other uh, on shows and on airspace and whatever else. But if time was an hour out and he's talking to somebody, even if I don't necessarily agree with something that he's saying, I'm not – trying I mean, we family. I'm not trying to verbalize that in front of a lot of other people. Now, I may pull it to the side later and say, you know what, this person kind of had a point here. But I'm not, I'm not trying to do that in public and in front of people. It's something about saving face, and I just don't think that this is a good look for Ron Rivera. This is not something that should have been said to the media in the first place.
2: I mean, he should have never came out and said it. I agree with you, Mike. Like, like th- that's the kind of stuff you should you should be smart enough to keep in house because Eric enemy, like I said, for whatever reason, for the last five plus years, hasn't been able to secure a, a head coaching job. I saw it on TV today when I was watching something. You know,
5: he had a. Um,
2: there was an assistant GM that got the the GM job in um, in, in Chicago, and he could have easily even interviewed. He could have interviewed Eric Bieniemy. He didn't get an interview. His buddy, a guy that was underneath him, got an interview and got the job. Like, there's something wrong with that. And to go out there and put this out there that he, he's too intense for his players doesn't help him get the job that he craves. He came to Washington to prove his worth so that he can get a head coaching job, and you go out there and you just – I think this has been a lot of stupid head coaching talk in this, this, so far this year. We're talking about Ron Rivera. We're talking about Sean Payton. Like, there's a lot of stupid going on right now. So, I mean, but still, this is a privilege to be in this league, and you can't take criticism? Like this is like the whole participation award culture that we're living in, like you can't say anything bad up to these kids you can't get in their face. they're just used to being coddled. They're used to this a a u lifestyle like no this is a this is how the world works. life is hard. You know, hug me, don't reject me, like you know what I mean like come on man like you if you can't take criticism at this level to get better, then what are you talking about? BM has two super Bowls. you ain't got nothing. You're mad because he's yelling at you. That's why you guys stink. That's why you're at the bottom of the division every year. I mean, maybe you need somebody to get serious. Talk to me because I, I I can go on for days. Like you down there in the in the DMV, you down there, you you got your finger on the pulse. Save me from myself because the villain's about to go hard. No, here's
0: the funny thing about it is so, um, you're spot on. So those of you guys that don't know. Uh, I'm a part-time security guard. I work for CSC so that I get access to a lot of different, you know, things and, and events. And one of the events that I, I get to go sit and watch on a run basis is the commander's training camp because it's right up the street from my house. And so I was, I was, I was there, and I'm looking at Ron was there and his interaction with players. Let's not make no bones about it. We're all parents here. There is no reason to yell, fuss, and cuss if your children are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. They're retaining the information that is being taught. None at all. You know what I'm saying? Barry, you got two kids. I have a child. You know, Mr. Harvey, you have a kid. You know what I'm saying? TP, you know, you got a kid. Jason, you. you know what I'm saying? You, you, your uncle does the, the Barry's kids anymore, I'm sure. There's no reason for you to raise your voice and yell and chastise your children if they do exactly what they are saying to do. For those of you guys that also don't know me very well, I'm a huge poker player. One of my favorite movies is a movie called Runaround Around with Ben Ashley and Justin Timberlake and when the character says, If you want your own Allen and your boss told you to go out and take a beating, you come back and you do it again. You know what I'm saying? Here's <laughs> the thing. The the Washington Commanders are exactly where Eric has been time and time again. And he had frequent flyer mouths since he was he, he's been there so many damn times. So if the mm-hmm. enemy tells you to go outside and eat a you know, a, a, a pile of dog crap and that will make you better at your job, then, bless God, I'm going you know, to figure out a way to get that shit down, because I'm trying to get <laughs> to where he's been, period. You know what I'm saying? So for the Washington Commanders, you know, players and Juan Rivera, who, I, I, again, we've all said here on this very show, and if I talk to him, I'm talking to his face. He's mediocre. Mediocre. You know what I'm saying? The man, the, the man doesn't have he has a subpar 500 record, and he gets all this praise, and I kind of like tell so, you, he's know, a great coach because he beat cancer. You know what I'm saying? Salute so, to him for doing that. But, bro, I, I, I'm talking about results on the football field, but I digress. I was wondering how long this honeymoon period was going to last. Because the Watch the Commanders were sold, and everybody's partying and having a good time. You know... You you can't teach your old dog a new trick. There's going to be a matter of time before Ron Rivera or something crazy happens with this organization to jerk people back into reality. This is football now. We're talking about X's and O's. And for these players and the head effing football coach, the man that you sat down, interviewed, and hired to come out and say these things and then try to subsequently walk it back, no, I'm messing with that missing with that. You hired Eric Viennemi to do a job. He has to work with a mediocre quarterback, a hell of a room full of skilled receivers and running backs to get them to where they need to be. Again, I'm going to tip my hand here. I don't think this is the worst team in the division. I think this is the worst coach team in the division, but Mm. I don't think this is the worst team in the division. And when we we do our previews on NFL front office show in a couple weeks, I'm going to explain to you why. But this, this this Commanders team has the potential to be to, to do something great in this in, in this division in, in the conference. Again, the conference is not that hard to beat up the great end. Again, another, another topic for the day. But you can't start your season off like this. They kick off preseason in a couple of days. You can't go into the first mm-hmm. season game like this. You know what I'm saying? Again, Mr. Harvey said it said it best. If me and my wife were fighting, we're not going to put it out there on social media we i not going to put it out there for the world if he's going to deal with that shit behind closed doors and, you know, move on. If, if, if Ron Rivera felt that the was coaching his play, coaching the players too hard, pull him into a meeting. There's tons of officers there at Reskin Park, at Commanders Park. Pull him into a meeting. Right. Have a conversation with it. Don't 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 air this. So the fact that this got aired um, is interesting. also think, I again, I'll hell with this, I also think that, Ron Rivera is starting to hear and feel the rumbling that the enemy could potentially take his job. Because if mm-hmm. Eric the enemy, if Eric the enemy goes into Washington and gets that office turned around on one year, Ron Rivera is gone. And I think Ron Rivera is on a very short lease this year. So if the commanders start out slow or the commanders don't do well, Ron Rivera could be the first domino to fall in Washington.
2: I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised. I I I really wouldn't. I I don't think Ron Rivera has done enough to, to garner like keeping that job, right? I think he he's had a team. Listen, do I think the Giants deserve to be in the playoffs last year? Yeah, but the Redskins. Probably had more opportunities and a better the better chance and probably a better team to get to the playoffs than the Giants. The Giants took care of business and took care of their opportunities. The the, the, the Commanders didn't. They they lost critical games at, at critical points. So and I mean they had a they have a talented defensive line and they can't get it done. They just don't have a quarterback. And I I mean I don't know what you think about Sam Howell uh, series, but I don't know if he's the answer either. But I mean. <sighs>
5: He's not. He's
2: not.
0: I mean, he yeah. he throws a he he he, he, throws a, he throws a nice deep ball, but he's not the answer at the mm-hmm. quarterback position. And I honestly think that um, I, I was shocked that the Commanders didn't make a move. Uh, you know, call up San Fran and see if they can pry one of their three quarterbacks away from them. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I the, think Commanders are offensively a quarterback away from being spectacular. To me, Taylor Heine- to, to me, Sam Howell is like a, a younger version of Taylor Heineken. He he'll give you some spectacular plays with his, you know, with his legs. He'll throw the ball deep. But as far as understanding and reading defenses and X's and O's, I don't think he had it. He didn't have it in North Carolina. He, he sure as hell ain't going to have it in the NFL, where defenses are much better and much quicker and much faster. And he does play in the NFC East where the Giants do play defense pretty well. The Eagles are the definite NFC representative. Um, and then the Cowboys are just picking everything off at a training camp right now with those two corners and the linebackers. So he he's in for a world of issues just in within his own division. Um mm-hmm. but again, I I I think they could be buyers, um, you know, in the quarterback market, this this trade deadline, um, because I don't think Jacoby Brascenta be the answer there either. So they either suck for yeah. Caleb Williams and try to go get Caleb Williams or something like that. Or mm-hmm. they make a move because they're in the fifth things in the middle of in the middle of the
3: season. So I'm um, serious. I got yeah, a question. I, so the giant, so the Giants are the worst team in that division.
0: I think the Giants are the worst team in that division. Honestly, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I, think I mean, I I I disagree. I you know obviously I'm a Giants fan. So right, of course you do. I think I think that I think this could. <laughs> This is probably one of the better divisions. So you know, to to be a third best team in that division, it's next But I think the AFC East.
3: He's the is Probably he's the best division. He's like the worst. He's like like uh-huh. I get, the I, no, get I think... the I get the difference. He's saying that the Giants are a better coach because of Dable than them. Yeah, I give him the leg up on that. But he's saying like I guess gun for gun, the Commanders got a better roster. I don't I don't agree with that, but. It's interesting, ask, so I, I do got to I got to wait for that information to come out because I, I I think all they really got is scary Terry, and depending on what Chase end up doing, like Chase, they trying to let Chase go. How I I don't know. Yeah, I'm, let me ask you. Yeah. Let, let,
0: let, let me ask you this question, TP. Let me ask you this question, T.T. And again, well, we we'll, we'll talk about it on the NFL show, you know, later on down the road. But what did the Giants do honestly this offseason to get better on the offensive side of the ball?
2: De- Darren Waller.
0: You mean the guy that's been hurt his whole damn career? That guy? Isn't
2: he be- is, isn't he better than anything we had last year as a receiver?
0: Okay, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You want to hit your wagon to a guy who's been in the league for four years and has played a total of maybe twenty games in
2: four years? Is he better than is he better than anyone that we had on this roster last year?
0: I have no idea, to
3: be completely honest, because I didn't pay that much attention to the Giants He's Roberts, not better than Saquon. Than he, he's not better than
4: Saquon. Saquon's better, better. I mean, I I know. Know. I at the
2: receiving position,
3: Okay, so Sterling Shepard is healthy, too. So that's another one, too. Like, there's pieces on that giant roster that if if they stay upright, they are right. But they all everybody has their hitches with injuries. Like, I could look yeah. at Saquon right now. His star power is bigger than anybody on the commander's roster, and and that's a Kuda scary theory. I'll give theory. you that one. I will
0: give you that one. But, but the but and look oh, and, and, and then looking at Daniel Jones,
3: oh, and and oh, oh, at oh, at oh. Daniel Jones is able to ink a $160 million deal. There's nobody on that roster in D.C. that's getting that type of money right now, nobody. First and foremost, you can't
0: sit there and not like you can, Daniel Jones
3: is a smart move because you and I both said
0: that. Oh, no, 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 no. I agree with
3: you. I agree with you, but okay. they got to do it for something. They, they, they had to do it for something. No, no I, I'm with you, but but I'm at least throwing them too. Then you put Dan Waller in the pot. Like, at least these three names are bigger than what Scary in Terry and, and The Misfits them. look like. The, those three right there but, alone yeah. look better than Scary Terry and The Misfits. Who else, who else scare you on DC? Yeah. That, that's almost... That, that, that's that's almost like when you watch. Like, that's almost like when you watch the Lion King, and, and it, it, that's almost like when you watch the Lion King, and the hyenas say, "Say it again, Mufasa," and them, they all got the chill. Like ain't nobody getting no chills when you hear commanders. Like nobody got the chill, none of them. You have. I okay, mean, you it, have, you have, you, have you, got, you you have Terry McLaurin, You have Jahan Dawson. Yep.
4: Who's
0: coming in. year Who's really team. good? Jahan Dawson is that dude. Yep. You have mm-hmm. um the dude um Curtis Samuel who's healthy. You have Brian Robertson, who's coming off a year where he played half a year after being shot in his leg, who's a dog from Alabama, and have Antonio Gibson that's in his contract here. You have Logan Thomas, who, again, he and Dan Waller kind of offset each other because both of them guys say are not healthy. You have Sam Howell and Daniel Jones, who is seriously, in my opinion, a complete microcosm of each other. Both have defense. I'm not going to even mess with their defense. They're both de- the defensive line for both squads. All world. Johnson Allen, Deron Payne, Chase Young, uh, Montez Swept, All world. You got a secondary who could come into the zone. The issue with both of these teams is their offensive line and the production of the offensive line. And even when these offensive lines play decent, I could see them running the football because Saquon Barkley, box office. And again, I've talked about him enough when, on, on these airways. I think, honestly, Brian Robertson is as good as advertised. I talked about him enough on these airwaves. And then you throw the Airbnb factor into the mix. You got Airbnb, Office of Genius, Office of Guru, Brian Dable, who is in you know, New York, Office the of Genius, Office of Guru. So when it, when, when it comes down, you got to match these guys up player for player. i take Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis Samuel over name, any of these, you know, Walmart brand wide receivers that the New York Giants got. Darren Waller, if you want to hit your wagon to Darren Waller, be my guest. But I I, I have tons and tons of history to show that again, he's gonna show up for a game. He may be an English fan for the next game. Don't show up. You got Saquon Barkley who was all world, but again, at the end of the day, pound for pound. Give me the commanders offense, give me the commander's team over the New York football giants team, a team that last year, again, no disrespect to them, they won the ball games. They they won six Games by one possession, by one possession. Okay, so again, I'm, you win the game, this time the third, but the law of averages told me, gentlemen, that the New York Giants are not going to be that "quote unquote" fortunate this year in one possession ball games with the Leicester stellar offense. Messing with that.
2: Yeah. See, yeah. I, I listen. The, the the commander's secondary is not as good as you think. I think the linebackers are okay. The defensive line is really good. Um, looking, I like the. I'm, their I'm looking at it
0: support. every day. I'm looking at it every day. I'm I'm, I'm in training camp every day looking I'm, at it. I'm
2: telling you. Last, I'm, I'm telling you. Last year they weren't as good. They weren't. They weren't as good. They, they they still have problem. I think they still have issues at safety. That's just from what I've seen. Um, I don't. I think T.P. Um, Sterling Shepard. I don't know if he makes the fifty three. To be honest with you, and I love I love
3: Shepherd. Name the receiver record Name your name your five receivers. You got. I, I know I I
2: know I agree with you, TP. But the, what I'm hearing, what I've been watching, and what I've been hearing is that he might not make the 53. And name I don't
3: the think five. It's right. Name the five. I listen. You think I? Um,
2: I, I agree with.
3: You. I
2: agree with you. What I'm hearing is he might get cut. That's what I'm hearing. I don't agree with it. I I think he should make the roster. I'm telling you what called,
3: i have heard. There's a song called Takeover by Sean Carter, and in the middle of that yeah. joint he said, we don't believe you. You need more people. You need well, I'm, I'm more not
0: people. Waka scam.
4: Listen, to
3: listen. I listen.
4: I, I, he's coming
2: off a serious. He's coming off a serious injury. Not, no pun intended. Right. Serious. Um, they said Paris Campbell has looked really good in the slot.
3: Jalen Hyatt Jaylen is wants that to. dude. Jalen Hyatt too. is really good. Um, he's better than Wayne, He's better than Darius Slayton. He's better than Flayton. Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton is their only outside threat. He's their only right. like For
2: that, that, that's your third of fever. I, receiver. He I mean, help you get the pride hey, Hang on. Hang on, on sir. Hang on. Isaiah Hodgins looks really good. He he had a monster playoff game, right? Like, listen,
4: I, I, listen I'm i not
2: the one. TP, I'm not the one writing it. I agree with you. I'm not the one writing it. I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that.
3: I wanna see the d I don't think Hodges is gonna have the leg up over Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard is an intricate yeah. piece of that offense. Intricate. Yeah, he is, Hodges is just, he he started blooming late in that season last year. Like if Shepard's on if he's upright, he's better than him. You're gonna have to, I, like again, I don't believe that. You're gonna have to show me the article and you only name four. Who's the fifth? What, Robinson? Robinson's gonna yeah. get in there before no, no, Shepard? I mean, Yeah, Robinson would be better. They went
1: out there and signed Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's on
3: the roster. You went out there and signed Cole Beasley. So then that's six. So then that's six. So cut Taylor Shepard. Listen, put it this way. I put a steak dinner
1: on. I bet you don't cut
3: him. I bet a steak dinner y'all don't cut him. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm telling you. No, no, no. I know you don't want to. I know your heart is invested. Bet that he don't get cut. He's gonna get cut. I'm. I'm. I, I.
2: I. I. don't. I don't want to put that out there. I don't want to put that energy out there because I love Sterling Shepherd. He's the longest tenured giant. I love watching him play, but he doesn't stay healthy. He come, He's coming off a really bad injury, and and you got so Isaiah Hodgins. You got Wendell Robinson, who's out, but you know in the slot he's dangerous. They got Cole Beasley. They just signed
3: Darius Slayton, and
2: Paris Campbell. Jalen Hyatt, Jamison Crowder. There ain't enough room for all these receivers, dude.
0: They wouldn't have brought in Cole Beasley if Kobe. they thought Sterling
2: Shepherd. Okay.
0: No, no, no. What I'm saying is, Cole Beasley's been in the league forever. Ain't really got. Ain't really got right. You saw Jamison Crowder, who's been in the league forever. Ain't really got right. You got Paris Campbell, <laughs> who couldn't catch on with. Who,
4: who, 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 who couldn't
0: catch on with. Indianapolis Colts, he ain't got right. You got Isaiah Hodges who came on late last year. You got a rookie in Hyatt who we have no idea what's going to happen. We see his first action this coming week when they play the Detroit Lions. You know, or he's, a, he's, a, th- th- he's a third-round pick. Um, he's a third-round
2: pick. Yeah, I know. I mean... I, I mean
0: because, draft picks, you know because I mean, draft picks, you know, at the wide receiver position, always pan out, right? Come on, dog, you missed me with that nonsense. Like this is this, this, I'm, this, listen, you, this, guy, you guys act like I,
2: you guys act like I want Sterling Shepard to get cut. That's not what I'm saying. I'm nah, telling you, you, he want, might you not, not make on, the no, roster.
3: I mean, you pushing bad product out to the people like what? what?
2: Like, I, okay, and so I'm so and doing, doing it. it. I'm doing it objectively <laughs> and telling you what I'm hearing. I'm I, listen. Paris Campbell's played what six, 16, 17 games for the first time in his career I had t- career numbers. I not like he's had like he's had a Hall of Fame uh season, but I'm like
5: there's well, a reason well, they brought the it if, the right? if they
2: thought if they thought Sterling Shepard was really healthy and ready to go, they wouldn't have signed Cole Beasley a couple okay, a week ago. So let me ask you this
0: question. How come, the, how, how come the injury statement that you can make about Paris Campbell works but when I talk about the injury history of Darren Waller oh, uh, you know what I'm saying, injury is part of the game? Come on now. First of all, I didn't, I didn't mm. say injuries are part of the
2: game. TP said that. I didn't say that. You said how did they update their receiving core. I told you Darren Waller. I didn't say anything I, about yeah? injuries. I asked you. I asked you if he was any if, if better than anybody else they had on their team last year. That's what I asked you. T.P.'s the one that said that it's about the injuries, not me.
0: I have a hard time picking up. What did I say about injuries, in about
3: game. what, about Darren Waller's injury? Was the seven games? Yeah. Right? I, when I said Darren Waller was going to be an interesting piece for you, I, I, I said his injury was. I, I'm No, because t- you.
2: He, 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 he's trying to come back and saying, because he brought up the injury history of Waller that wasn't a good signing. But you said you can't take it. You said you can't take his past injuries into account this season. Now, now you're trying to catch up. I, mean,
3: did. I, mean, I, I didn't even say that at all. I didn't even say that at all. I don't even remember. You, did. even you mentioned it. Paris. You,
0: you You mentioned Paris Campbell's injury situation, villain. You mentioned the fact that. You know this. If this player wasn't in, in decent, they would not to sign Cole Beasley because this player has been injury prone and that player has been injury prone. And you was the one that put the, oh. put the word out there, with what you were quote unquote hearing that Sterling Shepherd, you know, can't make is not going to make the fifty three because of injury. But when I mentioned that, the reason why I'm disagreeing with I, the whole Darren Waller signing, I say like not say he's not going to make the fifty three because of injury. injury. I
2: didn't say that he did, he's not going to make the 53 because you of injury. No, said I didn't. Did I, I should not he's did going to not did. make the 53 because of injury. I said he's I not going to make
4: the 53
2: thing. because he's, uh, he's going to be eligible to get cut because these other players are outplaying him right now. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, you, 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 I'll get you the
3: freaking article, period. You started I'll the, get you started the, started the, the article, article
0: i mentioning the I, you mentioned this whole thing by starting out by his injury, the fact that he's coming off an injury, the fact that he hasn't panned out because he's coming off a significant injury. Again, we can we roll back the tape. They to do a, a one-year, one-million-dollar deal. Is that somebody that you
2: believe in? If you're the Giants.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this question. Why would you sign them for you? I just asked oh, ask you a question. I just,
2: oh, just asked an you a question. No, I just, seriously, seriously. I just asked you a question. If you're I'm, a giant, you just signed somebody to a one-year, $1. $1.3 million deal after they had season-ending surgery. is that somebody you believe in that you think is going to make this roster.
0: So why would you waste your time signing him to a to to, 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 to a exactly. deal? And to mm-hmm. so a one,
2: one million dollar deal? That's the same thing they treated with Marvin Jones They They get to tell you Marvin Jones uh, six, like seven. your receiving
0: room has thirteen people in it right now why waste your time and energy signing somebody to a one-year deal if you, don't, if you don't foresee him potentially being in the mix? And, again, you started this whole, you started this whole conversation talking about the fact that he's coming off an injury. You, you just mentioned it again, talking about him coming off his injury. But, once again, mm. that's the circle around back to what I was talking about initially, is you can use injury to justify cutting and releasing Sterling Shepard. Now, why can't I mention injury as a determining factor as to why I feel the New York Giants did not upgrade their roster?
2: Mm. Because I don't know what you're talking about.
4: Because I don't –
2: what do you you mean that injuries they –
4: what do you you mean that that, injuries
2: they upgrade their roster? Serious.
4: Tell me the receivers on this roster – wait, no, no, no. Wait,
2: stop. Tell me the receivers that are on this roster right now that are worse than the receivers we had last year. Tell me Darren Waller isn't better than anybody we had on the roster last year. Okay. Just, just I some, will
4: give you that
2: Oh, That's no, what
0: I asked no, you that. before And no, now you're no, no, trying to make me look like the idiot. No, no, no
4: All right, no, You know you what, I'm wrong, you're right Darius oh, is right, we're we're right. We're we're right. right. The no, villain is
2: wrong, guys, there you go No, 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 that's good, guys I'm
4: done,
2: I'm done Because you're going to answer my question
0: No, no, we're going to Stay past this, my point is this, Barry. The issue that I have is the fact that you're justifying signing Darren Waller as an quote-unquote upgrade to your receiver room, to, your, to, to catching your passes. My issue was is the whole simple fact that Darren Waller has not been healthy for a full 16, 17-game season his whole effing career. So if I'm the guy who's going to say, I don't think the Giants upgraded or got better and the rest of the team in the division subsequently did, then you come back and say, throwing Shepard did, throwing Shepard may not make the 53 man roster, There's, the room is too busy, he's coming off an in, injury. They it make sense. If you can say the reason why Sterling Shepard is not going to make the roster because of his injury, I'm saying the reason why I don't get the New York Giants upgraded is because you signed a guy who's injury prone. It's not rocket science. No. <laughs> me, me, me personally, I'm not understanding what you're not getting.
2: I, what, what you're not getting is that I did not say Sterling Shepard will not make the 53 because he's injured. You said that. I didn't say that. I no, said I, that there's other I, didn't see- say I said that there's other receivers in the room that would make it over him. You said because he's injured. I, I said never, yes, he had. I, I said I'm he's coming off Shepard. of injuries. I said he's coming. I said he's coming off of injuries. I didn't say that's the reason why he's going to get cut. You said that. I didn't
0: say that. There, there, I said there, he's coming there, off there. An injury. You're my, I said, you're my man. You know what? You're my man. I love you. Okay. You're a crazy guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. You're my man. I love you. But come on, dog. But, but the, whole, the, whole, the whole reason why Sterling Shuffle was even brought up, the whole reason why he was brought up is because you mentioned it. Because he was, you was trying to justify your receiver run.
5: No. No.
0: And you said, no, and you said no,
2: that he, no, he may not make the No, monster. no, based no, hearing, based no. Hearing, I not he hear I can't listen. I cannot wait for. Th- Usually, it takes like maybe thirty minutes to an hour for this episode to be live on Amazon. I can't wait to listen to it back. I can't wait. Oh, I'm,
0: I'm I, like encourage, your, I'm gonna I encourage. It, I'm, like I, I encourage.
2: I encourage the people. I encourage the people to listen to this back, and and, and to hear me say. That the reason that Sterling Shepard's going to get cut is because he's always injured. That's not what I said. I didn't say he's going to get. I said he's going to get cut because there's other receivers in the room that would probably get. They would keep over him. I didn't say he's going to get cut. Because and he's coming it's off of
0: injury. Coming I did, off I of injury. Said,
2: I said. I said he's coming off of injury. Yes, I said that. I didn't say that's the reason he's going to get cut. That I didn't is, see that's the, the reason, reason he's gonna get cut. I said the, the reason, I said the reason he's gonna I get cut that. is if other receivers in the room.
0: That's what I said. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay.
2: If you say so. I I I love I I love how the show gets gets dominated by giants though we're talking about Eric the enemy and it always goes to the giants because you guys love to hate on my Giants. I love it.
4: I yeah, love it. Yeah. I, oh, I,
3: I, 100% 100% 100%. 100%. I can say, another I okay. can I You're I Wait, I tried to defend the Giants. I literally said they're not the worst team I in the I
4: I know you oh. did.
3: Sirius is the
2: bully. Sirius is the one that said the Giants have no offense line when they have one of the best offensive tackles in the league. Sirius is the one. Sirius is the instigator.
4: You see, this is the problem. The, the show is the hero versus the villain. TP
2: and the villain we disagree. It's when Sirius gets on this show, he's the troublemaker. He's the one that comes in and talks the junk. He's the one that said the Giants have no offense alive. when We got one of the best Offensive tackles in the league TP is the one that actually defended okay, because, the team It's serious okay, one is, is the line. problem Serious <laughs> is the one Mom, if you're watching, if you're listening at home Serious is the problem I am a good boy I do what I'm supposed to do T-P, TP is a friend of the family Avery loves him And she knows that TP is a good guy It's it's that guy, Serious, in the DMV He's the troublemaker It's him, it's him <laughs> He actually defended the Giants mm. for once. And then what you serious thing. Oh, no. They don't have a good offensive line. They don't have a good defense. Well, they have a couple players. They don't really have a good defense. The Commanders have a better defense. Da-da-da-da-da. Come in, sit back. What? Mm. We got
4: Dexter mm. Lawrence. Okay. Serious. Okay. Serious. Give okay. me a break. Give
2: okay.
4: me a break. You got Dexter Lawrence and...
0: I, I, what? To say, I like how one office of Tassels makes the whole office
4: of lawn great. It makes it it makes it it, it better than that, that one, one in Washington. One. It makes one. it better than I'm the one in Washington. I'm the bad guy.
0: I'm the bad guy. I'm
2: the bad guy. It makes it better than the one in Washington. You said Washington was better than New York. You said Washington wait, was better than New York.
0: Wait, wait. Washington doesn't even have an offensive line. No. What I said, if they did, they would have made I a playoff last year. Gonna, whoa, whoa, whoa. Go, go, go back. I said what it's going to come down to is the offensive line. Again, I'm not I'm not understanding. And, Rise. I mean, I, I, Rise, I, know I speak deception. fast when I get high. I know, I know I know, I speak fast when so I get hyped, but I'm speaking pretty good English right now. What I said was I think both mm. offensive lines need to work, and that's going to come down to both offensive lines. I said both defensive lines are stellar. Well, defensive lines are great. I said the secondary, I like the secondary. You came back and said, you know, the Washington Command, the secondary is black and, black and this, that, and the third. At the end of the day, we're going to listen to the replay, and I'll be waiting patiently for my apology on Tuesday Night show. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. I need, I need, I need. is loud. I I need the apology to be as loud as the lie. That's what I need. That's all I'm asking for. That's
2: all I'm asking for. I need the apology mm. to be as loud as the lie was.
4: Mm.
2: Apologize. Listen to the show over. Listen to the show over. TP. He said that that line was boo boo. He, he said it was. He said both lines. Were, he said both lines are trash. <laughs>
0: i will give I, you the I commander's
2: mean, line is trash
5: I'll give you that no, for me, <laughs> for for me,
0: me i i apologize you, you have you you have one tackle that makes the rest of the four positions at least my bad i, I apologize
4: wow. my 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 bad. Man, <laughs>
0: cooking. oh my
2: God. the I'm like oh my God, the line was better last year than it's been in the last five years
5: you want a golf can we agree to that, that? Can, your can, line can,
2: went from can we agree? on that?
4: Shit? Can we agree on that?
2: Can we agree on that? And then, and then, and then I have to go. I, it's, it's my nap time. I'm gonna I, huh? I want to get a warm glass of milk I <laughs> want to get a warm glass of milk. Let's get serious. to bed. Serious, serious, serious has got, got me in a TP. Serious has got me in a mood. I, I, I swear, TP. Serious is not invited. To Shelton, Connecticut, he is not invited. I don't. Mm. I, I don't want him. <laughs> I don't want him there. Anywhere there. His there? Malik, Malik, you are welcome anytime. You are welcome anytime. Not serious.
3: In that same song. In that same song. In that singing song. <laughs> In that same song, people from a distance can't tell who is who. So stop with the childish <laughs> stuff, brother. I'm grown. Please leave this alone. Don't throw <laughs> rocks at that throne. Do not bark up no trees. These trees will fall on you. I don't know why, brother. Ain't for warn you. Please, like please. Not a. not is okay. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not, not cool at all. Y'all are not. And I now, sleep, okay? <laughs> and yeah. you know what they do it
2: on purpose. It's like, they, they, like <laughs> my son has to be on the Steelers just so I'm constantly reminded of this kid every day. I have to see him mm. in in, in Steeler black and gold, even the practice jersey is a jersey. I gotta see everything. Just so I'm reminded that's, that's of that, so that clown so in the DMV that I have to so so converse with every so day. So
3: Every day.
0: So, so, beautiful, so so beautiful. Yo, you want to know I, the worst I, part I,
3: about I, this series? Serious, serious you want to know the worst part oh, about yeah. this series? He's a Steelers fan. He's a Steelers fan. Yes. He's a Steelers fan. Yeah. He's a Steelers fan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. Xavier yeah, made, made you a fan of what team now?
0: Go ahead. Go I'm
2: on. not answering. I'm
0: not
4: answering. I'm not answering. I'm
2: not answering that. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> answering <laughs> answer
4: that. I'm not answering answer 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 I love you, I love you. I love you. and the nerve to I only. I only. I don't even wear
2: gold. The only, only black gold I wear. To the gate, only black and gold that I wear to the game is a Wu-Tang shirt. That's it. That's it. That's as far as it goes. Are you wearing black and black yellow? Live. Are you wearing black and yellow? Black and yellow. Oh, my goodness. Mm. <laughs> to, are you, are you black and yellow. Black and yellow. I hate you. <laughs>
4: I hate
0: you right
2: now. I <laughs> you hate you. So you like, This
4: is it's terrible. It's it's terrible. It's What's happening in the world? Somebody come say it. It's
3: like the politics issue. You I hate it. I hate him. Please, somebody come save the world. Please, he's a part Mets, part Yankees, part Steelers, part Giants, part whoever. I don't know what's going on. This is, this, this is pandemonium. And then he had the nerve to sit up no. here and tell y'all bad always wins in the words of serious mm. Simmons, Fix me with that one. I hate I him.
4: Hate, I hate
3: him.
4: Oh, Jesus. Hmm.
2: This, this part of the show is brought to you by PHI Apparel go to their website use the promo code chef get that order just mention Sirius so that they'll probably make you pay full price because nobody likes Sirius he has no clout he has no clout I'm done I had a great I had a blast I love you guys, serious. Give us a plug and we can get out of here because I, I I really am tired
3: seriously. of talking to you. Yo, Just, I, I know I've we got to get him out of here, but serious, serious in the <laughs> words of Nastia Jones, life is harsh. Hug me, don't reject me. Oh make records don't and disrespect. Me. But in know disrespect. Come
4: on. <laughs> I love how he goes from
2: takeover goes from take over to ether, in, 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 in like a minute too. I love it. That's Take beautiful. beautiful that's up. beautiful.
4: What do we do? What Make got me timeless. Make got me timeless. Yes sir. What?
2: Timeless. 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 Yeah, bro. Uh, I can't. What, what, what... I, I, I was legit angry that the that the Lions weren't in uh New York, New Jersey because I wanted to go there with you, but whatever. We'll see. We'll, see. we'll have a
3: little fun. You ain't want to yeah. see what where, where we have to. Them boys is brewing some stuff in Detroit. Good God Almighty. Well I see some footage, man, it's going to be a problem. I heard, I heard I heard they they were giving Daniel Jones the business in practice yesterday. I, said, yeah, I don't yesterday, know about today today he, did, he did good today. Today oh, he did good, but that ain't who I'm talking yeah. about. Everybody in the world was like, what's Detroit doing at twelve? They got Jameer Gibbs. They should go crazy against somebody else, man. If y'all don't go, listen. Go to YouTube. Look at the footage on Jameer Gibbs at the first practice, and you're going to be like, "This is insanity." If Lord, Lord forbid, please keep this boy healthy. That's a complete problem. That's a complete wow. problem. A complete problem. Wow. Like, like he's beating. Listen, he's beating defenders. By like ten yards and, and gaining like like more yards like if there's more football field, there, people are in a lot of trouble, a lot of tr- that is a I speed demon with his hair on fire.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> offense is scary, man. That offense is going to be scary, man. They bet y'all better win that division.
3: Expectations are high. No, no, don't put that on are talking to Barry shield. Sanders. No, I'm no, gonna no. Gonna, it.
4: It. you yeah. With Barry hey,
2: yeah, I, was watching, I was watching NFL Network, right, and they were starting their joint practice. They were talking to Barry Stanton. He's like, man, I wish I was running behind that line. Yes, sir. Yes, he did saying that. Yes, he did. I
3: don't know, because I know karma. I know karma. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. got one tackle, so. I'm i well, telling you, that's, that's why you, you know, he is killing him with that tackle talk, y'all.
4: Yo,
3: he's killing that. And Barry talking good about the Gibbs, That's why I know how karma works. That's why I'm not. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. But for yeah, okay. what I saw, the way, the way that he was pulling away from linebackers, yo, is it, is not fair. They're gonna have to deal with a corner or a safety. They have to. Linebackers cannot handle him. They, they, it, it's, it, that's a mismatch every down. Every down is a mismatch. I
2: love it. I love it.
3: I got to get
2: that division,
3: man. I don't care. Come with No, leave us, my, my, no leave us alone. Leave us alone. Listen, no turning to James Greenwood. That's what you're doing right now. We got Teddy's Club. This is <laughs> what people want to do. Everybody trying to come back to Motown. Look, look, please. We were all right. I need winners. I, 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 I need Damn. winners, bro. We in Mark the D. D. We in
2: the D, baby. We in mm. the D. Jared, get us out of here, bro. Talk to me. Talk to me, bro. Yo, man,
0: it's your boy, here up in that you know, of three, Man, such a privilege. It's fucking to be here with you guys. on another in the edition of the Carlos Cookout, man. Yo, definitely check out the blogs and the website and the Finger Foods is coming back. You know what I'm saying? we took a little bit of a hiatus, man. It's, you know, it's football is football tier, man. Football is here, and you know that's kind of what we get. We, we, we shine at that right there. With that being said, before I get out of here, I will say this: you know, everybody's making their jokes and they make lay about the uh, faith given in Alabama. Um, salute to all that was involved. Uh, I'll leave it at that. You know, what I'm saying the, the, the significance of that, like, as, 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 as African American was was was
4: was epic.
0: Um, so, with that being said. Um, go purchase your folding
2: chair and I will catch you guys on that one down. Don't do yeah. it, don't do it, don't do it, the oh Alabama swimmers. Mm. So I was mm. I was walking to my son's practice today and uh, there was a couple uh little mm. old kindergarten mm. chairs with the with the hard plastic bottoms. The hard plastic bottom was missing. I said, "Uh oh, Alabama Slammers, they, they they got somebody got some chance <laughs> swinging." Oh my god! <laughs> so, <you> know, <laughs> they on trial at Walmart, go get you a chance. Go get you a chance. I bet you. I bet you. They. That's what happened. the, and the, person, find the out was a
3: person. The crazy part about all of that is. Yo, finally, like people are there to help somebody else in trouble like that. They would literally go and jump him crazy if nobody yeah. was there. One guy got down there and it helped him by himself with like six other dudes. And then once everybody else came, it was like the masses turned on them. It was either it was even other people of their descent helping, yeah. you know, the black Americans. Like like they knew they was in the wrong. Like that that's incredible. Absolutely. But one. Serious had to hit the nail on the head with that folding chair. Once that folding chair came out, all hell broke loose. People getting done. thrown in the water. Every And then that one person in the red shirt got hit. Like, I don't know if y'all remember the, the game at, like, Chuck E. Cheese and stuff like that back in the day. It was like a beaver that used to come out the hole. You had to have the mallet and knock him in the top of the head and knock him back down. The way that he hit homeboy or that lady, I don't know if it was a lady or a guy, but it, it stopped the oh, whole the show. Lady. The cops had to come and throw and that was a lady. The cops had to throw him on the ground. They was like, "Yo, you bombed him too bad, it was, yo!"
2: Incredible.
3: <laughs> yeah, Incredible. listen, I'm
2: I don't even think charges are gonna be brought up against those people that were swinging on them on the white boys. I mean, they listen. Nobody deserves to get assaulted and hit with a chair. We make light of it, but you have to run. You found out. That's what happened. Right. <laughs> sorry, <laughs>
0: sorry.
2: <laughs> sorry. I tried that in a small right. town, and they, yeah, I, 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 obviously yeah, that phone takes a new meaning now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, listen, once that hat went up in the air, it was on. Like he was like
3: after the job. No he <laughs> tried to rush mm-hmm. him. That was when it. He the hat, when, he tried, when he threw the hat, the, the guy tried to rush him. Like what? It was mm-hmm. like yo, he was like that's the opportunity to go get him. And they was winning at yep. that point. where homeboy ran down like three flights of stairs to come get to them and help clean that up, I'm like, thank goodness, because he'd got tore up by. us, So that was bad. People were jumping mm-hmm. off the river boat, swimming to the fight. They like, that was crazy. That was that was crazy. Because mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm.
2: drunk. They shouldn't have parked, they parked that boat there. They should have been there at any point. And then they tried to get up, get up in that dude's face, and, and try to, to jump him. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they talk about. And it was like that woman. She had no. She she shouldn't have been hit with a chair. Well, you tried to use your wife's privilege it. to get up in a fight. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. You mm-hmm. you didn't get mad because she got hit. You didn't get half mad because she was a woman. You got mad because she's white. That's why you got mad. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you found out. <laughs> I love it. I don't care. We gonna
3: talk
4: about it. we are, We are family
3: in here. We don't talk about it. It's, it's right. though <laughs> you know, brother. I you. You know. No, no, I know. Look, look. I try to. I try to. Um, fine line it. But watching how the day. Okay, so if you and it's funny that we're talking about the situation. But if you watch the whole situation, the dude that started the fight with his shirt off, right? I guess it was mm-hmm. like it was like a football play. So he sent the two dudes past them to act like nothing happened. And mm-hmm. so the two walk, two dudes walked past them. And as soon as he said it, they came right back to like start to jump like that. That was the setup. It was like oh shoot. So mm-hmm. that's when the dude ran down the stairs to come like at least come clean it up. And then it turned into him and another person come running down. dude jumping from the ship, swimming over there. And then that's when the melee happened. And then they was outnumbered. And it's it's that's that's good karma for some people that was up there following the rules and it's always us that have to follow the rules but we did it right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um mm-hmm. he's doing his job, let alone not only is he doing his job, it's being recorded on him just say like trying to be like, yo, y'all got a movie, y'all can't park it here and they was like, nah, we're not having it. You not you telling us what to do in the middle of a racial issue racially issued Alabama like no and and it sure came out you know, in his favor, at the end of the day, he took a couple of lumps, and that's the bad part about it. But at the end of the day, the people came there to help him. And, and thank goodness that it was people there on site to, like, make sure that it didn't get bad and they ran away and, and got away with that madness. That's, that's incredible.
2: Mm-hmm. You ain't going to get away with it. Not on our watch.
3: Not on our watch. Listen.
0: I'm glad somebody stood
2: up for him because that wasn't right, and you know what, they should have been that in that had, situation. That
0: could have went very very, 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 very quickly. And the one, the one thing about it is, yep. is that we can, we can move on. And the one thing about it is if those 40 some brothers wanted to do more harm, they could have. And so many mm-hmm. times African-Americans mm-hmm. are on the opposite end of that situation, and, mm. you know, and, like, the, the brother doesn't make it home. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. like, the significance of that whole situation, like the, the, from from the fact that the name of the boat was Harriet Clemens, from the simple fact that the that the river that they were on was used to import and sell slaves, to to to, to the fact that the the, the African American Avengers assembled in the and the manner that they what they did. <laughs> the fact that the sixteen year old dude swam and pulled himself up. The brother was sixteen, his name was Aaron by the way, which I find highly ironic. But brother was the across and pulling himself up to get himself into a situation like everything that we have been fighting for as African Americans and dealing with as, as a culture was on display there, and the fact that we responded in the manner in which we did as a culture you know what I'm saying, forget the fact that it was a chair, like, I mean, it could have been anything but the fact that they rallied together to save that brother who was in a situation that he had no business being in when he was just doing his damn job trying to get the the boat docked. you know what I'm saying, like, this is is a time where, you know, you're you're on your boat (laughs) and drinking your whatever, and you got sauced up. Now you got sauced up, and it subsequently got effed up. And then the coup de grace of that whole situation is the fact that they went to the hospital and refused service because the the hospital that they were at were all African-Americans.
4: Without,
5: wow. You know, you yeah. Wow. You, you were the medical
0: professionals, you were the medical professionals at, the, at, at the hospital, and they chose not to They refuse service and, and said, this, this, you know, this doctor, this office, this hospital is full of N-words. And there will be few oh services. I will shoot you guys' article. They will be few services. Yeah, tell that. I want to see it's
4: okay.
5: because,
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I should get to you guys offline. But this thing is so littered with just privilege and, and racism and, and hate, mm-hmm. whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, that, again, they got what's coming to them. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah, they could have been a lot worse. I, get, I, 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 I hope this is a a a step in the right direction for other brothers and sisters looking out for each other and not necessarily turning the peace on each other. Like again, there were no there, there no don't involved. There was none of that involved. They they beat these people with their hands and fists and whatever else they could find to protect that man. Like you know, they need to cut mm-hmm. it out.
2: Out. Exactly. They 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 looking for three the three of those people that docked that boat. One of them turned himself in. They are looking for the other three. Um, and no, I think they, I think they got
3: a court, I think they got assault charges. Three of them Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they got the charges. Yeah, they got charge. But they,
2: one of them turned themselves in. I think they're looking for the other three so that they can book them and all that kind of stuff. But, oh. Okay. I mean, okay. So, but, I, uh-huh. but I, you're right. Yeah, you're right. The charge they they are there are charges. Um. But I'm just glad that you know. There were no guns drawn, like 'cause they're gonna get right, attacked. That's the best way. part. Yeah. I mean. mm-hmm. So, um, you know, thank God for that. But listen, um, you know, even even Jesus had to turn over the tables in the temple, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'll, leave <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I'll uh, leave it at that. TP, get us out of here, bro.
3: <laughs> Well, this 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 went from mayhem to spiritual, y'all. I I listen, this I don't know what to do with y'all. Y'all got a preacher kid in here. Y'all got the Jordans in here. I listen, all I I had to be an innocent bystander for real. They told me the bad one. I was up there eating popcorn and juju bees and, and soda. Like I ain't know what else to do I I just enjoy myself today. I felt like a fat kid eating for real. And I am chubby, so y'all already know how that go down. City continue to check us out on a week-by-week week basis. You already know how we go down. Shout-out to my people, man. As much as I be trying not to put the envelope, you hear the people bringing that to you on some stuff that's a real issue in this world today, of our of racial issues, man, and, and knowing that we've all come from walks of life where we – it's diverse areas, man. And, and we got to be able to live together. Forget that exists. Oh, we got to exist together. we got to coexist Man, people are doing their jobs. You felt like you was bigger than the situation to try to take this man out. What if nobody was there? What if nobody was recording it? That's a river that they could have ended up drowning him in. And the historical fact the serious is here is, hit us with. I did not know that that was the river that the slaves was on. Like, bro, that that just shook me. That just shook me, man. We, I'm, I'm learning on this. I'm learning on this. I'm thankful for what we've been able to provide today and continue to rock with us. Hopefully Mike is back in the building tomorrow. If not, the brunch will be back in session where we will be talking the ending of some of the preseason games that have been going down as I think starts Thursday and Friday. Uh, we already have one with the Jets and the Browns. My boys take flight Friday, I think, the and it's the Giants players. So me and Barry on the same day. The Steelers, I think, play on the 11th, too. So everybody's going to be getting their just-doing, their first little glimpse of their football team. For real, for real. So on that note, tell a friend, a teleprint, it is the chefs again. Bad don't always win. You see how this stuff go down. And if you don't know, now you know.
5: Sports City, Sports City Chefs. Chef, Sports City, Sports City, Chef, Chef, Sports City, Sports City, Chef, Chef, Sports City, Sports City, Chef. Kaboom, Sports City chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on the spoon, they well in tune, bloom like a flower in June, Superman verse, and doom the clouds loom, so tell a friend it's the Sports City chefs again, pay attention, tune in, we on the set again, Sports City, Sports City, Chef, Chef, Sports City, Sports City,
2: Woo! <laughs> <Come, come, come. laughs> Connecticut. uh